right, welcome boys and girls. Thanks so much for joining us today. Shit, I, saw, I just saw a setting on Odyssey. There's like, you have to do five, li five library tokens to comment. I thought it was like minimum to make a super chat. I, anyway, I'll, I'll try to fix it during the show here. Sorry about that, guys. It wasn't meant to be. Give us all your library tokens right now. Uh, all right, anyway, I'll show people to drop in here during. <clears throat> Let's see if I can get a moment over and fix that while we are live here. But anyway, if you're new, thank you so much for joining us. Red Ice TV, I'm Henry Klonis with me here as well. Howdy. Look at that Derek Rance, it says on here. Look at that. How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fucked up. Uh, Sorry about that. <clears throat> I did not get a sex so change operation. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Rance joins us in studio today. But if right, I did, I'll, I'd want to be that. just like Derek Rance. <laughs> He's a cool guy. We like it. We like Derek. Uh, all right. So anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, let me see if I can pull yours. Where is yours now? Uh, there we go. Let me see if that. Let me see if that's any better. Love doing these things live. <clears throat> Don't you like that? I Is enjoy that better? it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay, yeah, I'd rather put the heat on me right. while you do that. And then yeah. I'm going to fix Odyssey here too. Oh, holy smokes! All right, okay. <laughs> all right, we'll fix that at some point. Uh, all right. So, actually, speaking of Odyssey, uh, real quick mention here. I was actually even fiddling with that. Maybe that's why I made a, the wrong uh, wrong call on that. But uh, we have some good stuff happening over with Odyssey. You can actually sign up for a membership over there if you want awesome. to. Uh, so we'll upload uh, RedEyesMembers.com content to Odyssey. And so, you know, you can sign up for a membership over there. So you can use the funds you have there. You can use your credit card through there and all that kind of stuff. So that's good. Uh, now we have Rockfin, Locals, and what, Substack left to uh, set up as well, I think. We started it doing it. Bit. We just have to continue. Yeah. Follow through, yes. Mm -hmm. That is right. Where's the settings? Oh, i got to find that. All right. Anyway. Uh, otherwise, guys, uh, so that's good. Of course, we set the same tiers, actually, that we did on uh, subscribe, subscribe Star. One of those days today, huh? Uh, so, you know, same tier says. So, if you want uh, producer, executive producer through Subscribestar, you can, through Odyssey, you can do that same as you can uh, on Subscribestar. But anyway, we just uploaded the latest Week in Warrior there and the part two with uh, John Lash. Uh, if you're interested in that. At first, I was like, I was wondering why the Odyssey chat was all like, hey, it's like not a single message in there. Oh, that's why. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, Lana, we have some other news too, of course. We actually have uh. the. Uh, the eleventh uh, year anniversary today. Yeah, today, uh, eleven years ago. Yeah, can we you were that? we were married. Holy yeah, shit. I was like, years? something's coming up this month. I know because yeah. we're not those people that like usually obsess about that. But nah, you know, eleven years is pretty damn pretty damn good. It's good yeah. these days. It's and uh, I remember we didn't have a big wedding, right? We came over from Sweden and yes. we did a Justice of the Peace. I had like. 10 friends there this was in oregon and it was a, in this little juvenile court do you remember it <laughs> yeah, was in bend oregon yeah i do that was funny and it was like the judge he was super short remember he's like shorter than me and he had it on his black robe and of course we were thinking of like the symbolism and all the stuff you know yeah at that time and he's like let's go into this court and i, I felt like i was like getting in trouble for something like i was a little kid getting <laughs> We're Our friends were there, Lots like of go, trouble. go. It was <laughs> it was very low key and laid back, and yeah. it was pretty fun. And then we just went and had a dinner with friends. Yeah, and low key. That's that. Yeah, you don't, I mean, have, to, was, you don't have to spend fifty thousand dollars. No, to get no, me. of course. It's just <laughs> that that whole industry and stuff. And it's like it's it's not that I you know don't want to have festivities and stuff, but it's just like that whole. Oh my god, really? You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so that's damn, we can have a big party for like fifteen. 
you know, the 15th year. Yeah, exactly, year. something like and that. And it's funny because it's always like, oh, we'll do this on the 10th year, and then it's like, oh, that was last year, so that flew by. Okay, uh, 15th year. <laughs> oh, 20th year. Okay, how about the 25th year? It's oh, amazing yeah. what they say. The days the days can be long, but the years are short, right? Yeah, and with, you, the with children, kids. you really notice that yeah. that's true. And I do feel like there's just a time acceleration in general. It's not just because you're older. Yeah. You know, a lot of older people say that, but just because of everything going on online and yeah. things are moving so fast, you know, all this information and things are changing. So it just feels like everything's accelerated. Absolutely. Uh, guys, check in chat now. It should work now. I think I, I turned that off on Odyssey. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was you can set minimum tip for comments. And I set that to five. And that wasn't the point. Minimum tip for hyper chats. I set that to five. Right. But uh, that didn't work anyway. OK. So <laughs> and with that should be fixed. Thank you, Odyssey. We appreciate you. Uh, all right. So uh, we also, by the way, some announcement here. We have uh, since we announced uh, last week that we have a uh, girl coming. Yay. We got the, uh, the name coming here, too. <laughs> uh, Sigrid. Sigrid. It's, it's Sigrid. what it's going to be. That is her name. Yes. I so. came across that name, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love that name. It just, I don't know, it just got me. Yeah. You know, so, so. Sigrid. This is Coincidentally, it happened well, to be yeah, a Viking it's, queen, it's too. Not, I mean, it's I, not like I'm like, who? who's all the Viking queens? I, I mean, that's pretentious. This. I'm going to name my daughter right. this goddess or whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, this is... <laughs> So this was, I read about this a long time ago. Maybe that's why it stuck in the back of my head and we threw out some, you know, ideas and whatnot like that. But yeah, so you get Sturod. I was actually one She's of the... She's going to look just like Just that. like, yeah, just like <laughs> just that. There like we go. Uh, she was actually a famous uh, kind of, well, Westro-Gothic uh, Viking queen. She, she came from the Gothic uh, area in Sweden. She uh, had... I think she had two different husbands. She had a number of kings after her. She had... Uh, I almost have to uh, brush up on the details here now. Haughty. It's kind of a weird name. I'm not sure why Haughty? they call that. Storod in Swedish like, means uh, big and like ruling over a certain area. Like big, like she was a big ruler. You know, that, that's kind of what you could say, right? Sigurd Storod. Um, she got well, issue here, yeah, Olaf Skötkoninger, which is kind of really considered one of the first like Swedish kings officially as the kingdom has been begin to take take shape and form. Uh, she also gave uh, birth to, I think, one of the guys that went on to be ruling uh, Denmark, I think. Man, this page is just... And then there's a bunch of stuff. You go to the Viki page. Eh, she didn't really exist and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like all this bullshit. Yeah. So like this pl- there's runestones with her and stuff like that. And by the way, her dad, check this out. This is kind of interesting. You always hear that it's like, oh, it was Norwegians and Danes that uh, did Viking raids in England and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, no, I'm just joking. But... Um, Actually, the first guy to, uh, what's the term, to extort, I guess, Dannegeld, uh, which is basically like, you know, they basically uh, went over to the uh, Anglos over there in England, say, uh, give us uh, give us a shit or we fuck you up. Uh, <laughs> and the, So the first guy that did that. I don't think they said it that way. I know, but you know. <laughs> give me your shit, bruh. How do you swear? Skuglar Toster. That's that's a nice name right there. Skuglartosta. You can't get better than that. He was uh, the 10th century chieftain from the Swedish province of West Gothland, Vestra Götaland. He has a runestone with the testing and all that stuff. And I believe, let me see where it says Dannegeld. There we go. Tosta has been connected to the U334 runestone in Vallentuna in Orkestra near Stockholm, which tells of how Ulf of Borsta three times took Dannegeld. Uh, and he is one of the guys that were part of that big raid. I think he was one of the guys who led it, right? Um, 
Snorri Sturluson recounts in Heimskringla that he was a great Viking who often waged war and that he and why he was called Skogul's Tosti. Skogul was a Valkyrie. Uh, anyway, this has been updated a little bit too, by the way, since I last was in and checked that. But anyway, so one of the best pages, if you're in Sweden, by the way, check out vadbring.com. W-A-D-B-R-I-N-G. Vadbring.com. And read about some of the Westro-Gothic uh, history. They have a page on Sigurd Sturlorda as well. Uh, and of course, she actually did a lot of important stuff around uh, Kungahalla, which is uh, today called Kungälv, which is where I grew up. Uh, that's right. Too. The Cookie so, Town. That's where the we cookie first town. started <coughs> dating. Checks. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we literally like started dating in a town that smelled like cookies. It was like that's a romantic fine. comedy, you know? Yes. I show up and I meet this uh, Swedish prince in this cookie town. <laughs> it's hilarious. And there was a literal like, like, uh, castle in the town we would hang out in. Yeah, everything. but actually the first, if you see the first uh, image here, I guess it's some like dress up uh, thing here, Sigrid. Uh, but she's standing behind... Uh, I think she's standing right in front of Boohoo's Festival. Oh, which yeah, is which is where uh, we spend a lot of time out, lot of times, yeah. you know. That's awesome. not from the Viking Age, but the, all the settlements in Kungahella, which is, means uh, the King's Hall, essentially, is right by the uh, Jota uh, River, Jota Elv. And uh, there's like an old settlement there that, that that's still, I think it's called, uh, uh, no, what is it called? Ragnilsholm. And that became, kind of grew into Kungahela a little bit later. It's moved a number of times, whatever. But anyway, didn't mean to talk so much about that. But there, there you go. That's Sigrid. That's, the, uh, Sigrid. that's Sigrid for you uh, right there. A little history lesson. Someone, Some someone said, stuff. so are you going to call her Siggy for short? And I'm like, Siggy. yeah, you bet. You bet. <laughs> Come Siggy. on, Siggy. Siggy. Yeah, that's not bad. I think it's cute. Sig. All right. Cool stuff. What else do we have? Is that uh, is that it on that? I think so. Let's yeah. see. A cuck-free zone. Thank you very much. Whoa, happy anniversary. Great name choice for the new one on the way. Thank you. Archie Thank says, you, happy anniversary and happy Veronica Day, Archie Comics. I'm watching you on Rumble to get your numbers up. Cool. Cool, thanks. Veronica. Is it Veronica Day? Archie Comics? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it... Who was it... Uh, no, that was Scooby-Doo, right? There was some character that was like, oh, she's lesbian. What was that again? Oh, Ve- what, the... Vem- Vem- Vemkla Marcia or Vemkla or Maria, something? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't really First it was like, what comics. is it that? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah Archie was pretty... Uh, it was de- decent, I think, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> I didn't no, I read think, this stuff. I think they had translations in Sweden. I remember that much. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Lycan Warrior says the COVID, COVID vaccine adds an extra helix to DNA going from 10565YHVH to 105665. And what? a bit sheet link. I have no idea what I just read, but okay. I read that for An you. Extra helix to DNA? Okay. Interesting. Oh, it's like a Yahweh thing here from... Oh, like it's... Uh, all right. I got to check that out. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Thank you for the link. I appreciate that. Cool. Cool beans, as, as usual. Uh, well, it does change your DNA. I mean, that's just, uh, that's just a fact, right? That's how it goes. All right. Anyway, uh, guys, let me... Um, do those real quick. Uh, you can uh, watch now through entropystream.live slash TV as well. We uh, take Super Chats over there. Uh, we also take them on Odyssey and Rumble. If you uh, feel so inclined, let me check. Uh, let me see if we can get the Odyssey thing back. Let me just check here, guys, real okay. quick. Pull up this Beyond Meat link real quick while you're doing that because okay. uh, <clears throat> it's hilarious. I just put it in the dock in and the then dock. screwed it up. Beyond Notice. Meat. <laughs> Was it that they were collapsing the market, the watch. market was going Beyond down? Beyond Meat COO Douglas Ramsey is leaving the company after being suspended for allegedly biting a man's nose. I guess the uh, fake meat wasn't doing it for him. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to become a cannibal and just eat a man's nose off. The company also announced plans to cut 200 staff and issued a revenue warning. (laughs) Tanking. You don't say. 
Interesting. They don't say. Can we see an image of? I uh, see this Beyond Meat. Here? It's funny in Idaho. I see even in Idaho, like there's places pushing Beyond Meat, yeah. and it's always fully stocked. <laughs> like no one is buying. Like why even bother putting that crap in in Northern Idaho? It's like they're pushing it, right? That's the guy. They're who, hoping. Yeah, he looks insane. Beyond Meat executive Doug Ryan's always committed to biting a man's nose punching Subaru. <laughs> Is he a vegan? You know, these peaceful vegans. They just snap Holy on shit. you. shit. Watch out for this like, guy. He needs a burger. <clears throat> he, uh, it's some demonic thing in that meat there. Uh, he probably don't eat the stuff, though. That's that's usually the case, isn't it? It's so much soy in there. He's like, he takes a lot of tea, this guy. <laughs> and he goes and punches Subarus. Uh, I don't know. Some of them are like really convicted you, of it working there. So they probably don't let meat eaters eat there. Maybe a demon is, is the only next thing we need. Uh, and we got it through the Beyond Meat executive. Great. Biting a man's nose. All right. Uh, anyway, let me take <laughs> let me take these real quick here. Yeah, five five coins to comment now, bitches. That's right. Yeah, all that's turned off. Thank you. Uh, Hail Chat says uh, he watch. <laughs> yep, fixed five credits. Thank you. <laughs> he watch. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> so, sorry. I uh, I support the minimum fee for five comments. People two. would only comment if they had something constructive to contribute. Yeah, well, I turned true. that off. That's, that's true. a little too much. I didn't. It was a mistake. Whatever. Five tokens right. going. Uh, Michael57DE, always good to see you, sir. Says, Hail Henry Colonna, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. that. Always good to see you guys. All right. So, damn it. Uh, a lot of things to get into today. Quick covery here uh, of this topic in the beginning. Musk uh, is now under federal investigation, right? He's trying to purchase Twitter of, of expected, right? We said they'll probably put everything they can uh, to stop this, to, to, to obstruct the purchase or whatever. I mean, m- maybe. May, you know, I don't, we'll see what happens. But if, apparently, he's being investigated by federal authorities over his con, uh, conduct in his 44 billion takeover deal for Twitter. Uh, social media companies had in court filing released on Thursday, so I guess they're trying to stop. There was this weird back and forth with the uh, one of the uh, crown princes or whatever in uh, Saudi Arabia, who's apparently owning uh, uh, quite a bit. He said uh, of that. Uh, but so I, would, I, I suspect that, you know, the DOJ will step in. They will do anything they can. And, and, and yeah, by they the hate way, the guy now, right? So Yes. Uh, and by the way, Elon Musk was quickly added and quickly removed. Or well, quickly added, but he was quickly removed after being added to the Ukrainian kill list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with that, but uh, what are you going to do? All right. So anyway, big, uh, big story here, of course, this week with uh, Alex Jones, right? That's Craziness. Kind of the, uh, Kind of the big, really the big takeaway, I'd say, this week here is that one, <laughs> it cost uh, Alex Jones about $1 billion to have uh, free speech. It's amazing. Right? Because that's that's what this is. It's a war on uh, free speech, right? It's to uh, to set the standard for uh, other, f- uh, you know, social media uh, activists, uh, people who have websites, people who have shows, media. anything, exactly. Alternative media. And, of course, even back uh, after the first uh, lawsuit or the civil case there, they have the, there's three. Two are done, and he now owns almost a billion already. So let's see what the, see what the three, the third one uh, produces. But uh, AP said, Holocaust deniers, though, and vaccine skeptics, they can still air their lives yeah, without see? fear of legal trouble. See, it's always How that. How do we go after the, but, but, them but now? But these people are still there. Bankrupt them now, right? Yep. yep. And this is here from uh, Today Guardian. Only proper online regulation can stop poisonous conspiracists like Alex Jones. <laughs> Uh, but as we know, he's literally worse than a school shooter, right? Uh, he is the school shooter now. Yeah, he's the one who, exactly. co- who caused all this, right? Um, 
And of course, you know, some, I saw some memes here, but this is this is this is basically where we're at now. Where you basically you can actually kill millions of people That's right. and be sell. You get awards. You were, wasn't Cheney was placed in like the what is that called again? The the in the capital. It's a special like uh, kind of a, a ceremony around very very important individuals. Uh, you know, in American political history and stuff like that. He he was taken through that whole circus, I think, in a way. Uh, but. Um, Alex Jones said that Handy uh, Handy <laughs> Handy Sook was fake, uh, and now he has to pay a billion he, dollars. He basically commented on a dad who was laughing before a press conference, and now he has to pay a well, billion I mean, dollars. Okay, so technicality here. I mean, he uh, as far as I think he said, like on a few shows, he said this is this is fake. It stinks. Blah blah blah. And so what? But mostly so what he, if he had did say that. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm oh, saying I know, just I know. For, just like, commenting like, extra here. Yeah, I think he said that. I, I think I believe I've watched some of those where um, Jim Fetzer was on Hal Big. You know, a few of those shows that he did with those guys, and those were the ones who kind of brought the research really. And Alex said, "Oh, this looks fishy," and all kind of thing. And then of course he backtracked on a lot of that and he said it wasn't you know true or whatever. Um, but the point is, it's like you are not basically not allowed to have a different uh, opinion now. Re- no. l- let's just look at that Robbie Parker footage, shall we? This is the guy who got something like 150 million uh, in in this defamation and tarnished reputation. Does Alex and even? Yeah, well, yeah. When yeah. I see that, but does he even have that much money? I think no, at, no, at this point, too, all so. his assets were probably moved over into his kids' names or his wife's name or something because they'll try and come after his house yeah the shirt on his back at this point yeah i mean i this is completely insane right but uh, check out this footage here say what you think yourself right and it's like you're, you're telling me look sometimes you get it wrong or whatever and, and i'm not saying that that around san Diego. i'm saying any topic whatever it is right but it's this that the establishment want to have this like innate fear now a feeling you could be getting your ass sued off if you say something that's counter the official narrative. And of course, we already said, uh, you know, I've seen this in places like Germany, where basically yeah. if you don't tow the official government line on certain historical events, you can end up in jail. I don't think you have to pay a billion dollars, but you, you know, you are deprived of your freedom after sitting in jail for a while. Anyway, look at this clip here. Reminder. Robbie Parker, I assume he's going to come out to the microphones now and make a statement uh looks like the family is there and they're getting ready to make uh to come to the right microphone there. so that's we'll weird listen it's up. weird okay so my name is robbie parker my family is one of the families that lost a child yesterday in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings here in Connecticut. It, I just, is, I mean, it is weird. Look, I know he's under pressure. He's stressed. Right. You don't know how you're going to react if your kid was just shot. Sure. But laughing wouldn't be the first thing I would think of. But the point is, are we not allowed to question that now or ask questions about that? Like, oh, well, that's weird. Well, what was that all about? Why is he Why is he laughing? Isn't that strange? Like, It looks like he's trying to get in character, right? Yeah. And uh, then it says... The framing was, you know, Alex ordered his audience to terrorize and harass these people for like a, over a decade now, however, however long it is, right? Almost a decade here. And I was like, I, did they pr- play any of that anywhere? This is insane, right? So here's a short clip uh, from, uh, what is it, MSNBC here, as they read out some of these things. And there's, you know, Robbie Parker is in there, of course, in the courtroom and, uh, you know, crying and all that stuff. But uh, let's check this out real quick. A verdict. Yes. Yes. 
an outpouring of emotion as the verdict was read. A Connecticut jury ordering right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to pay nearly a billion dollars to families. What? He's like, no, oh, really? Uh, no uh, white supremacists? Like, uh, what, what oh, a billion dollars, huh? Have fun. Have fun collecting that. What Did he, uh, did, no white supremacists? Uh labels anymore All right, okay. of eight sandy hook victims and an fbi first responder erica Lafferty. oh that's right an fbi agent got what the hell did he get it for <laughs> here you go buddy here's 20 million for you too daughter of sandy hook's <laughs> principal the truth matters and those who profit off of other people's pain and trauma will pay for what they have done the 965 million dollar verdict is the second Not large pharma, judgment though. against the info no they can actually murder millions yeah. of people and get they awards and shit like yeah. that and they can just run away like i covered albert right. pola uh in the latest no go zone check that out absolutely despicable that's the people that should be hung and like you know give him a fair trial right like give him a fair trial and then bring out the catapults okay uh this guy I mean, this there, is not a fair trial. This is just can, shows you how insane our courts are. That this is course. even happening. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a farce and a, and a show. But I mean, don't get don't get <laughs> Look wrong. at his face. Like, <laughs> have fun. They were not dollars. allowed to present evidence. It was all these weird things. Like he's trying to bring up things of like, well, the reason why I like. I assume this was something fishy with this because there's like a million other things that like they've lied about and stuff. And that's like that should be part of like the case. You'd think, right? What, what what's the what's the root reason for why you talked about this or what why you suspected it was no you you cannot present that evidence that's it you're you're out you know force <laughs> host for promoting the lie sandy hook was a hoax Jones promoting, calling grieving promoting he didn't the lie think of it as a lie promoting the he lie he was what questioning the what the heck was going on all the unusual things around it i remember that yeah oh yeah Parents like Robbie Parker, who lost well, we his six-year-old daughter Emily, hired crisis actors. And it shouldn't be this hard. It's amazing. And it shouldn't be this now. scary. <clears throat> well, yeah. Talking about is... crisis actors, the feds are like, oh shit. Couldn't they have, <laughs> couldn't they have nabbed Alex on basically anything if you think about it? But they they chose this one for some reason. I'm going to show why was that easier. Is it? It's very emotional. Maybe that's why. Or maybe that is because, you know, I mean, I, I, look, I don't know, but it's, it, it's just a huge farce, this whole thing. Well, the verdict was being revealed. They're not going to get any money out of it. I mean, he, I, I, he's filed, Infor's filed bankruptcy, I think, the second time now or something like that. Yeah. They'll, They're uh, just trying to make a point. They were going to come after him personally, right? Yes. Whatever assets he has. And mm -hmm. like I said, he's, I'm sure he's moved that over into someone else's names now. They can't garnish wages. It doesn't work like that in these civil cases, these no. defamation cases. You, I mean, you, get, you know, many of you guys, you don't like Trump and it was, you know, all that's over. That ship sailed and all that stuff. But you still have a, a broad like establishment here that's like they want to punish every single person that was somehow involved and 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 aided and helped out this to happen right from 2016 to 2020 think of uh, um what's it what was his real name again now the uh uh the guy who's who had a twitter account he's in jail right now uh, for the, for election thing, he tweeted out a couple of memes about call this number if you want to vote for Hillary. You remember that? He's still Ray, in jail? Uh, Vaughn, right? Is he still in jail? I believe so, isn't he? <laughs> Vaughn? I, I could be wrong on that, but he went on to cover after them. But the um, point is, and there's people losing their bank accounts now. We'll talk about that later. But they'll, the long arm of the law, they don't care if it's going to take three, four decades. They're going to try to destroy every single person uh, that is like counter the mainstream. That, mm -hmm. That's what I think this is about.
Jones was on air mocking what he called a show trial. Yeah! Uh, Never said their name, don't know who they are. The month-long trial featured dramatic testimony about the years of vicious harassment and violent threats Sandy Hook families have endured. It is a constant... You know they weren't threatened. Did they prove any of these threats? I didn't see much of that. Like Alex uh, Jones's people were like just message, you know, sending these people, these parents, like mail to their house, threatening them. Like that just well. But the point is, if there was was anger around this, and people were like uh, genuinely, you know, something fishy here. Like uh, you know, I hate these people. They're faking all this. They're trying to take our guns as a consequence of this. Blah blah blah. And some people send letters, or they call them, or they see them out in the streets, or whatever. Call names at them. You're telling me that uh, somehow you you'd be able to pin all those that it was only because of Alex Jones had two guys on his show talking about this? That Apparently that's the so. only reason? <laughs> like really? Okay. All right. I mean, look, I think this is what this is what it it, it it's the it's the evidence that these people are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. That's, and remember the judge is. already had her mind made up. She was just like trashing Alex, you know, from the get go and behind the scenes as well. So. Yeah, yeah. In telling the jury how Jones's followers violated the grave of his son Daniel, and to hear that people were how do you know that it, it was them? Do they have Infowars stickers with them? And even if they did that, we know, of course, it does. Like that would be something they would plan. You know what I mean? Hey, I have look at my Infowars shirt, uh, CCTV. Yeah, I, I, I look. I didn't see any of that in presented. It, it could be that I missed uh, some of that then, or something. I doubt but it. Like, they don't. They don't have to present no, any evidence anymore. In they these just cases. claim that. Well, he covered it on his show, and he's popular. So therefore, if someone said something to me or did something because they don't think this is real and that it's faked, it's it's his fault. And urinating on it and threatening to dig it up. Jones's attorney vowing <laughs> to appeal. Did they uh, uh, peeing on what now? I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, Someone peed on something. I think something. Uh, roller coasters and wooden doors. <laughs> well, certainly it's more than we expected. Masturbation um, machines inside the gas chamber. But we look very much forward to an appeal in this case. Yeah, they'll um, appeal now. Candidly, from start to finish, the fix was in in this case. After yep. years of false claims, this summer during another Sandy Hook trial, Jones admitted the tragedy did occur. He was ordered to pay nearly $50 million to a victim's family in that case. But during this trial, he lashed out again on the witness stand. And I'm done saying I'm sorry. Refusing to apologize or acknowledge the pain what he caused. For? But I legitimately thought it might have been staged, and I stand by that and I don't apologize for it. Jones still yeah, because apologizing yeah, isn't going to do anything anyway. They're still going to be like a billion dollars. Uh, it's just so insane. Cuck Free Zone says Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of one billion dollar speech. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Wheel Gun says I hope you to host a fun Halloween stream like the old days. Woot. We will, yes. and I think you're really going to like our costumes. Yeah, that's right. We got them. We got them all uh, laid out here because we wear them all the time. <laughs> that's right. Every day behind Remember the scenes. That, cut, that, cut that together with when you see the the Halloween show. Take that line. <laughs> You cut those together. All the evidence the you deal. need. All right. Um, let me see here. What else do we have here? We have tons of shit. The to turkey talk about stuff. Yeah, oh, there's yeah, a bunch okay. of fun videos right. and stuff. But yep. but what is this? I was trying to see like what what the heck's <clears> going on here. So Turkey Erdogan, uh, let's see, adopted a law proposed by Erdogan that would jail journalists oh, and social media users for up to three years for spreading disinformation. Right. So and I'm like, what this, is this? It's the same shit show over there as in America. Yeah. yeah. And but now everyone in America is like, oh, my God, Erdogan's going after disinformation and jailing 
journalists and attacking people over social media posts. Like that doesn't happen in the West at all. Well, you know what like there are people in jail right now. We should for things open the like borders that. and let everyone in from Turkey. That's why. This is totally what I think this is. It's like, <laughs> oh no, he's clamping down on the people. They're all refugees now. They all need to come into Germany. Turk, go, go to the other article I have here. Turkey's disinformation bill to have pre-election chilling effect European watchdog says. Isn't that rich? European Court of Human Rights, the Venice Commission, they advise the Council of Europe. They're like, oh, free speech and censorship and banning people. Isn't that... I, I, I just can't even believe that. Like, it's happening in Europe and every Western nation, but yet oh, they only care when it's happening in Turkey. Yeah. It's going to have a chilling disaffect. You know, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. They love going yeah, after I mean, disinformation in Europe, uh, right? Of course. And, and as we said before, there's there's people in jail for saying the wrong things. There's organizations targeted and all that stuff. And now they still like pretend like, oh, my God, they, they don't have press freedom in Russia, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, what do you people are literally losing their bank accounts. They're, you know, they're being shut down like all over the West now. We just generally. People like Alex are being sued for like, yeah. a, they're going to pay a billion, a billion dollars, dollars because of misinformation. For, and now you're worried about free speech in, in Turkey? Furthermore, I don't give a shit about what happens in Turkey. Just keep your Turks in Turkey, okay? Well, and actually, I do. Back to Turkey. Actually, I do because that is what's going to keep the Turks in Turkey. Yeah, but yes, well, to that I, effect. I get but, your point. But, but if but, they you know. want to have these laws or whatever, like, just mind your own business. Right, yeah. Right? No, they're going to come out and they're going to be worried. I mean, look, Turkey is like their NATO member. They're going to they're, they're going to join e, the EU, apparently. Uh, and I mean, they're weaponizing, we covered it on the latest Week in Warrior Show, they're weaponizing migration still against Greece. And Greece came out a while back, warned that basically a similar conflict that's raging between Russia and Ukraine right now is something that's going to happen between, between Turkey and Greece at some point. It's inevitable because Turkey just keeps fucking pushing on every issue all the time. Um, they should be kicked out of NATO and they should be pushed back hard. Uh, they're disgusting, uh, the, their behavior, internationally oh, speaking. Horrible. And then they take uh, take all the money from Europe, bitch. you know, to keep, that's to just keep these yep. migrants there. And they huge don't. They deal. still send, I mean, come on. We could have known they were going to do that. It was a huge deal between the EU and uh, Turkey. And I was like, okay, well, we'll pay you a bunch of billions now so that you make sure that no more migrants are coming in. And then just the other day, a, a Greek foreign minister releases footage from like a boat where the Turkish uh, immigration authorities, the border patrol in Turkey, are beating migrants because they try to get try to get back go back to Turkey in order to send them to Greece and onward to other you know north and western european countries absolutely <laughs> sickening uh, speaking to this too Check out this one. It was a zero hedge piece here. Uh, this is a perfect storm. EU leaders warn of black swans everywhere. It says propaganda is our battlefield. So it's more of this like everything is misinformation. There's unknown variables everywhere. Uh, having noted previously his uh, warnings to the Fed that is bringing us to a world recession, Borrell went considerably further in surprising frank and plain speaking address. He began warning that the world we are facing is a world of radical uncertainty. Well, yeah, you, that you, you, create, you're helping create this stuff. <laughs> you know, they go, he goes through, you know, it is funny, Russia, this, China, energy, and we go on. This through. one line he has in here. At this pace, the black swan will be the majority. It will not be the white swans. All of them will be black. I was like, wait a minute. What is he <laughs> What is he saying here? <clears throat> what are you really saying here? He's you speaking know. with a cleft tongue, as I uh, call yeah. it, right? But really, you go through this, and they're just... 
they're worried that they're losing control and they're calling for more propaganda and yep. he's talking about the fight is in communication yep. so clamping down more banning yep. censorship internet they're worried that they're yeah the, their narrative is losing that's what everything he was talking about yeah. in here was what would happen if instead of joe biden it would have been donald trump or someone like him in the white house <laughs> It's like, is that really the ba the biggest issue uh, right now? Uh, but yeah, no, exactly. Um, it's 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 all it's all they are worried. They're 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 scared like crazy. That that's the best term I can say. They're, they're absolutely crazy, scared of what's happening. Then, as you said, ironically, they have been part of. Cra Look, I never discount um, stupidity along the way. Never discount um, them just being incompetent and these kinds of things. And I think to a large degree, many of the people that we do see on our TV screens and on you know our cell phones and all that stuff as we watch news and things like that, they could very well be, and that's why they have those positions. But behind them are very, very smart people who, who I think know what they're doing. And I think the chaos is something that is not an accident, right, of what's coming down the pipe right now. Yeah. Um, all right, so speaking to uh, some of the other big events internationally, geopolitically and stuff like that too, we had a uh, story here <clears throat> from uh, Astana, Kazakhstan. Big meeting here. Some of the world leaders, Putin, of course, but also the... Uh, I mean, he doesn't really have an option at this point. Um, the West is uh, rejecting Russia, right? So what uh, do they do? They go further uh, to the east, of course. And there was a Eurasian summit here. This is what I like to call the... Uh, uh, new 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 world order team B <laughs> or the <laughs> yeah. new world order team A. You have a couple. Of, you have two different ones, right? Uh, but Astana was actually kind of an interesting place here. Do you remember any of this? A little bit, yeah. Kazakhstan, Astana. You guys remember some of the architectural style? They have like pyramids and globes and all these kinds of things, right? It's it's kind of interesting. We we've talked about it a couple of times as a uh, uh, like a symbolic hub for for the for like the Eurasian. Um, you know, new as, as a power Capital. center of the Eurasian, you know, kind of new power uh, um, axis or whatever you want to call it that's building, being built up right now. Um, it's super flat there, but they have some interesting buildings there. We've shown a couple in the past. This might not be the best one. I think it's officially um, Muslim. I think right, Kazakhstan primarily. Uh, they have these, uh, they have these pyramids and you know, uh, uh, city of peace or monument of peace. Uh, some of them were called and stuff like that. Anyway, this is the, uh, this is the capital here of Kazakhstan where this, you know, new meeting is being held essentially. Right? Let me see if there's something else in this one here. Yeah, this maybe that wasn't the best one. Let me check out the other one here. Uh, anyway, I want to play a clip here by with Putin too. Here's some other ones. Um, like a golden globe they had on top of a, a tower. Yeah, that one right there. Look, I, I can't even remember all the symbolism, but there were some people that were looking at uh, Astana uh, and broke down some of these things. And it was actually highly interesting. Some of them are very recently built too. It was like this: we need we need a we need a new power center in in the Eurasia. Let's I'm not let's build the it vibe. here. You don't like the vibe here? Not yeah. liking the vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's um, some things that are pretty there, of course, but then sure. some the new stuff they add in there is just like what. Yeah, Doesn't some fit. of it, but it's very like designed from like scratch kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's super new. The most of the the things that have gone up there. Let me see if I can find that pyramid again. Yeah, they had some. I forget what it was called, like Tower of Peace or something. <laughs> I forget what it was, but yeah, here's the pyramid right in the middle there, right? So people are like, oh well, shit, it's the Illuminati again, folks. It's the same uh, same gang, right? Who's uh, controlling shit? And of course, they love their uh, mosques as well because they're being built all over Europe right now. 
Is that a, one of those astrological clocks? No, it's not. All right. Anyway, so let, let's check out uh, one of the clips of what Putin said. I was actually listening to a press conference of him earlier today. Yeah, I mean, some of the usual stuff. There were some stuff that came out that was kind of interesting regarding some new information about the bombing of the Nord Stream. As we know, as we all know, it was the Anglo-Saxons doing this. Um, <laughs> but apparently it was taken there by a boat that was meant to ship grain um, to the poor countries, was Putin's wording. Remember that too? They talked about how, you know, he talked about how racist the West and colonialist the West was and they were hogging everything for themselves. So some of the grain that Ukraine now have restricted shipping out is going to be shipped to uh, places like um, countries in Africa, for example. So I guess under that cover, which I guess was kind of maybe then a smart thing, depending on where you stand in the conflict, uh, was that the, uh, this boat being shipped uh, or taken off from Odessa went to the Kirsch Strait Bridge uh, and pl either planted the TNT or was on the boat. I don't, they don't apparently have all the details yet, but that's what Putin said. He talked about a couple of other things, how Germany is now supplying uh, you know, weapons. They're much more active participant in the conflict and things like that. He was going after the, uh, the, the, you know, the Nazis again and all, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, but v otherwise, beyond some of those things, very reasonable. And you kind of realize that he's like is left with no option than than building up now that the Eurasian axis, for the lack of a better term, or the mm -hmm. the allied relationship between Eurasian country or the Eurasian continent. Uh, here's one thing that he talked about here with it comes to the multipolarity of the world. Listen to uh, this here, RT. And a significant part, if not key part, is played by Asia, where new centers of power are emerging. Countries of the Asian region are driving force of the global economic growth. Belt and Road Initiative. Such integrational alliances as Shanghai Cooperation Organizations are acting here and Association of the East Asian Nations, Eurasian Economic Union also. In all these processes, I'm sorry. But so basically, they're do, they, they have their World Economic Forums over there. Basically, they have their, uh, you know, groups, their version of NATO, they have all those th same yeah. things, but but their version of it, right? And I mean, the way I look at it now, it could, look, there could be other things behind the scenes and whatever, uh, but it kind of feels like team A, team B a little bit. And eventually they want to clash these two to get a synthesis out of that. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's just totally uh, not, uh, he's totally disconnected from the New world order. Although he's talking about building a new new world order over there, and they're going to use the the, the pyramids and stuff to do world it. Order. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, anyway, it reminded me too of the Kazar thing. Right. I don't. Th I think Arthur Kessler. I think most of that is probably a cover. It's probably bullshit. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there aren't people along the way that believe it or want to somehow rec recreate that. But uh, there are there are some overlaps actually. You know, we talk about Ukraine, kind of the eastern, sorry, the western parts of the old Kazaria, as the you know highlighted in yellow right here, um, goes uh, kind of up to Kiev. So there is overlap with Ukraine, uh, but there's also overlap with Kazakhstan there. So people say like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's Kazakhstan, maybe that's the uh, the new uh, Jerusalem or new. Israel. So it is a Muslim majority there. Yes, and there also are a lot of uh, white Russians mixed with Asians that live along the border. By the way, mm -hmm. like this other kind of Kazakhstan look. Yeah, but yeah, it's Muslim majority. It's the farthest yes. northern Muslim majority country, unfortunately. For now. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Really. Yeah. yeah. For now. By the way, a co cocaine rim job 
right? Yes. Classy name, classy name. Cheers from Diagonal. Hey, good That's to right. Uh, hear Isn't from that boys. that satirical uh, nation that was in Ottawa <clears throat> right during it's the, the biggest, COVID protest? It's the protest. biggest uh, security issue that ca- the Canadian uh, Secret Service is dealing with right now. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, that's basically it. Yep, that, it's. Uh, I don't actually know if Jeremy's out of jail yet. I have to look that up. I didn't <laughs> check this morning. Um, or if he's still there, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, Jeremy McKenzie is he's being targeted by these uh, fucking mor- morons in, in Canada. It's, it's just insane, you know, absolutely insane. Uh, hopefully, it gets out of there soon. They're more concerned about what Erdogan is doing in Turkey than their own, you know, their own oh, nations. The, exactly. Yeah. Should I play? Should I play that Joe Biden? You know, because we we shit on Putin sometimes, and of course he says some very good things sometimes too. And I like that he points out all the hypocrisy with the West and stuff like that. That's great. Um, but he's, you know, <laughs> if you look at America, like they have Joe Biden. So it's a, it's a 22 second clip. Let's play that series. Could be any number of perverts. I, I guess, guess it, could. Uh, it does kind of look like it does kind of look like it does kind of look like. L- let's play. It's kind of blurry. Like but at it, that age, there's a lot of guys that kind of have that body. <laughs> a little explicit <laughs> warning here, but it's very blurry because it's like it's a, allegedly it's fo- a photo of uh, photo, a video of Joe Biden spanking some young woman in while well, he's nude and she's nude and it came from Hunter's cell phone you know how he likes to hold you look, know. she looked Asian do you want, do you too, I think. <laughs> what the heck it's one of their torture chambers there there's some like scooters in the background. Is this just a guy that looks like Joe Biden, or is that really Joe Biden? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean, they I'm go just, down. They get these like Asian hookers. I don't know. It could be in Asia or something, or it's just some sick, sick pervert in America. You know? Yeah. Picks up some girl. She's like, "Yeah, I'll do it for a I mean, thousand bucks." The Biden family. The, it's <laughs> just. I mean, it's just a bunch of degenerates. There's no other way about it. And, yes. and I mean, it's hookers and I, blow. I don't think that. Even if that's not Joe Biden, just playing with just his sons and all that debacle and like how they were into his showers with his daughter, like it's all these just, things out of the diary and stuff. And I mean, it's like. Uh, Putin doesn't have any issues like that. Like the, these are, you know, the people are running the West are like <laughs> insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's as bad as we think it is, and probably even worse. Yeah. God. God. Right, sorry about that, guys. So I, just, sick I, stuff I, I, I happen to see one. it as like, all right, I gotta, sh- I gotta, I gotta get this off my chest. <sighs> Let me play it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> gotta wash right. our brain after that. All right, uh, we can do that with some uh, fighting in France over the uh, gas pump. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, I mean, it's just total insanity, right? Oh, fuel is running out. We, we don't have any, but, you know, but Ukraine, you know, uh, tensions are increasing in France as the fuel crisis continues. Fights are breaking out at petrol stations. Police cars even are running out of gas or petrol as well. Huge lines. And instead of, of course, checking like illegal immigrants now in France or trying to control just the legal situation, the crime, the rape, all that stuff, police are now like standing around looking at how much gas people have in their gas tank before they're allowed to fill it up. Look at this here. Yep. There we go. Look at that. I'm not sure what that music is. That's what I have to do. Oh, 
gros dans un sac poubelle Ah ouais non C'est la première fois que je la vois celle-là Allez mais c'est what I want Y'a pas des chances What's that? Is the police running out of gas there? Is that why they're uh, pushing the car? That's what I said, yep. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to France, ladies and gentlemen. Romantic France. Yeah, it feels like a, like a second world country. Just looking at this footage. Maybe there's some clips in there. It was like, oh, that was taken from somewhere else. But I think most, I believe most of it is from uh, from France. Oh, my God. And, of course, uh, it's getting a little, uh, little worse there, too. Uh, Europe's fuel fears or supply fears worsen as major refinery malfunctions. <laughs> Sorry to laugh at this, but it's just, it, yeah. look, we're getting the leaders that we deserve. Right, because we haven't organized, we haven't kicked these people out. We're we're not we're not bringing out the catapults, and so this is what happens. Yeah, come on, France, bring those back. France used to be good at that. No longer France. <laughs> Man, that was. Great. I mean, yeah, there's a ton of annoying lefties there in France too, though. So yeah. Um. Yeah, the biggest refinery in Europe, Shell's Pernis in the Netherlands, suffered a malfunction late on Wednesday, which could exacerbate an already worsening fuel supply situation in northwest Europe due to the strikes in France. Due to a malfunction in, on one of our installations, we are forced to flare, which means we just burn the whole <laughs> we'll burn it up. Uh, anyway, I don't think I have to go into depth <laughs> on that anymore. God. All right. How about uh, some good news wanna, about uh, bank a... bands, huh? Yes, yeah. exactly. Bank Ro bands. Robo thinks has rewatched the Mighty Ducks. It's funny. I was just thinking about that movie yesterday uh, from Mighty the Ducks. early nineties. Yeah, isn't that the hockey, the hockey? movie? Oh, okay. Watching yeah, yeah. it now, you see the programming. Bunch of yep, diverse misfits have to beat oh. the evil upper middle class white kids. I know. Yep. We put that on not too long ago because we have a kid that's starting hockey, and yeah. I saw that too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the uh, the outsider. Can't. That's the literally the only story Hollywood has is of the outsider. And guess where that's coming from? And by the way, the what Amish. is it the the USA Hockey League or Association or whatever? Like you go on the the website and it's just blacks everywhere and their commitment to diversity <laughs> and, it's like and the stuff. It's just sport, like, you know? yeah. can we just have one thing that's ours? Nope, nope. nothing. You'll have Without, nothing. like pushing blacks everywhere uh, <clears throat> on front of everything mm -hmm. all the time, yep, even hockey. Right. Yep. I don't know. It's pretty fun that you go did here you do in that Idaho. Did you from Zone there by Congress? Uh, yeah, I did do that. Okay, one. okay, cool, cool. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. So anyway, Bank of America cancels popular conservative Twitter user Cat Turd's bank account. It's like um, not even surprised. And it's funny every time they're surprised and then people will tweet them back, like the long list of all the people who have like been, been banned, banned before you. Yeah. You know, I know that they know that this is going on, but it's never real enough until it hits them. Then they then they take it personal. Yeah. And Catchard isn't even that hard hitting. It's a husband and a wife. Kind of boomer tier on some things, you know. Yeah. Kind of good on some other things from what I've seen. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, I, I don't know much uh, about uh, the account or the uh, people. Was it peoples behind it? Two people behind it? Or? Yeah, I think it's a husband and a wife. Okay, but but um, yeah, get off of these major banks. All of these Bank of America, Wells Fargo, like all of these Citibank, Chase. Like, mm -hmm. just get on local credit unions, non-profit credit unions. <clears throat> I don't know why people are so resistant about that. Yeah. Well, now they will. Now they'll change. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Of course, BlackRock owns it all. 
Uh, and of course, it relates to the other one. And I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised by this. This is what happens, right? But um, oh, this was funny too. Before we talk about Kanye and the, the bank, there, <laughs> there, someone really, someone at the forward really thought this one through. <laughs> um, they say here, uh, <clears throat> yes, ranting against globalism. Uh, is yeah, a, they is anti-Semitic. They literally want to own that, just like their New World Order superhero. They don't didn't think that one through before saying that. <laughs> So think about that here. Uh, you can meditate on that here as we talk about the banking uh, system here too. We the global even, banks. You didn't even mention Jews, and then they'll try and own those things. So then they like they say the, they mention well, that it's, it's like Jews for you. He's talking about rat, rats and pests and and infect. Uh, <laughs> he's obviously decay? talking about Jews. David Icke is talking about lizards. He's talking about subversion and, and decay. He's oh my god! Talking about Jews. <laughs> it's anti-Semitic. Talking about banks and globalists. They're obviously talking about Jews. <laughs> Earlier today, I learned that Kanye West we knew this was, gonna here, happen. was officially on. kicked out of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. I was told there was no official reason given, but they sent this letter as well to confirm that he was uh, he has until late November to find another place for the Yeezy Empire to his empire uh, to bank. There you go. So you, you unbanked, debanked, no problem. Now who uh, runs J.P. Morgan Chase? Uh. JP Moore is that is that not Jamie Diamond or is he off of there or am I confusing yeah, my, maybe, uh, my maybe Jewish they, banks? Maybe they bankers. put someone else in there. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Diamond, Diamond, not Diamond. Uh, let me see here. They uh, kind of scrub some of these things too. Title: Chairman of now. the Business Roundtable, CEO of JP Morgan Chase. Okay. There we go. So it's <clears throat> totally. So uh, the letter should be signed uh, sincerely, the Jewish people. <laughs> Did someone try to argue that he's not Jewish? J- Jamie Dimon? Maybe. I'm not sure. Greek ancestry. That's right. Yeah, that's what they... Uh, so they claim he was only Greek, and some people was like, no, he's not. He has Jewish origins. But anyway, I guess the, the officially Wikipedia page says that he just has Greek ancestry, but all right. Okay, the goys are kicking, uh, kicking people but, off the But, I mean, <laughs> Kanye's going to be okay. He's got, like, what, $6 billion or something crazy like that. Right. So uh, he'll yeah. be all right. He'll just move his money somewhere else. But, uh, of course. But the fact that no, it's but, happening, but it's, you know. and, and you know it's going to happen in other, other ways for him, too. He's going to be canceled in more ways then, than we've seen yet. But then again, let, let, let's put this in context, right? Uh, he said here on Twitter, remember that? Who do you think created, or who you think created cancel culture? And then I think the day after, because he said he was going to go death, death con three uh, on Jewish people, <laughs> uh, stop antism and says cancel Kanye. And then it's happened. And then JP Morgan cancels Kanye. And uh, remember, too, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, they had the decency, though, to uh, keep Jeffrey Epstein as a client despite oh internal <laughs> warnings. <laughs> you go full circle here. Like, you say something about uh, you, say, you say something about me being the real uh, Jews, you know, you're canceled. Uh, but Epstein, though, that's, uh, that's totally fine. Jeffrey Epstein, a, fi- a fine uh, gentleman. Uh, who definitely deserved a uh, bank account uh, all the way until he was uh, tragically uh, suicided there in the Upside down, Warwell. Kanye's proven right. <clears throat> Can't make it up, folks. Oh, and so uh, speaking of that, in the wake of all this, we had a uh, kind of an interesting clip here from the uh, Young Turks. Look, uh, check, check out what they said here. A little problematic here for, uh, <clears throat> for Anna Kasparian there, who's... Uh, just getting lighter and lighter, by the way. Here we go. When you're not on your meds, you're not getting the treatment you need, 
you start having paranoid thoughts. And I just find it fascinating that his paranoid thoughts are deeply anti-Semitic, where he thinks that everything is being controlled by Jewish people. Where did he say that? He then goes into like, he he hasn't said everything is controlled by Jewish people. Like no, they, he they said, just pull uh, these things out of their ass, but there isn't like what did he actually say? Yeah, no, he said that you know he obviously he alluded to that they created, but he didn't even say that. But he, that's what you know you can assume that he said, uh, and that was it. And then he said, "Well, I'm you know blacks are basically blacks are also Jews or the real Jews." <laughs> the so real there Jews. you go, you know, kind of thing. Wait a minute. All right, anyway, back to uh, shriek, shrieking on like here. This weird. I'm black and I can't be anti-Semitic because all blacks are Jews. I, like, I, I think that's a reference like, to... Like, like is, is it controversial to say black Hebrew Israelites on the Young Turks? This weird fringe group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, here we go. This, this, will, this will be great. Listen to this, folks. This, yeah, okay. Here we go. Um, I, I think it's a reference to, uh, like, these Eastern African people mm-hmm. who, um, you know, uh, the... Uh, we don't need to get into what, yeah, what he's no, talking about. I'm not going to get into it. Why not? Why not? Why can't you just why, why, it? Prove to us that they don't control everything. Why is it then, right? Well, no, no, but now they're just talking about the, the black Hebrew Israelites, right? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but, but even that, like, why can't you? They, they never I, can get into me, the weeds of it. Let ever. me clarify. The uh, <clears throat> the banking class are not from East Africa. Let me put it that way. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe originally, but anyway, let's not, let's not get into the weeds. The point is, they can't even just say black Hebrew Israelites and they believe they're the real Jews. But anyway, it's what he says after. That's the big thing. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to get into that either, but I will say this, and, and I don't think I'm breaking news here on TYT. I think a lot of prominent black people have Jews on the brain. Uh-oh. Shit. <laughs> here we go. Let's check they this out They want to emulate here. them, huh? That's right. Brought to you by Pfizer. I really do think so. Really? Why? Yeah. They, there's just an obsession with this idea that Jewish people are clearly people who were oppressed in this country mm-hmm. who have made a no, way for weren't. themselves financially. And a lot of prom- Do you want to say something they're about just, that? They were not oppressed in America. When? Where? Where? They, they came over and like- uh, you know, starting banks and things <laughs> like they're not impressed. They know, literally came in through Ellis Island and like boom right away with like straight to business in New York doing their thing. Yeah, I mean it's like look at uh, uh, South Carolina, right? Charleston that set up synagogues right away. There was an established uh, you know Freemasonry uh, group in, adjacent to that and all that kind of They've stuff. They've had it real good here. Uh, yeah, but anyway, got to keep that uh, got to keep that myth going that it's Whitey's fault all the time, right? But anyway, listen here what it is. People who are black when they reach certain echelons, they find that they are surrounded by a lot of Jewish people who are also mm-hmm. successful. So I find that Whoops. a lot of prominent black people are just obsessed with how did Jewish people do this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how did Jewish people go from being a legitimately persecuted group of people in this country to not anymore? In America, I'm not talking about any other place, but here in America, the Jews have made a way for themselves. And I think prominent black people, just a lot of them, not all of them, are obsessed with the Jewish story here in America and how so many of them can be so successful financially and prominent. How they can be so, listen to the last line there, that's a goal. Many of them can be so. How can so many of them be financially uh, successful? Are obsessed with the Jewish story here in America mm-hmm. and how so many of them could be so successful financially and prominent. Oops. And then, it's yeah, a reply. Well, 
Okay, so I want to move on. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of them are successful and so prominent. Okay, so round the circle uh, and you're back. Let me move on. You're back, baby. (laughs) Because he's basically like, they're obsessed and stuff. And then it's like, well, now you're saying those things. that you. (laughs) So you're, okay, all right. All right, man. He's not wrong, right? Oh, man. I love it. I hope this... uh, uh, Ca- right. catches on with uh, more blacks. You know, it's entertaining when this happens. And of course, uh, keep in mind <clears> too, guys, all of this comes in the wake of PayPal having that ridiculous policy of taking $2,500 from you if you violate something on their misinformation. goes back to the previous topic, right? Uh, it was a good piece in Revolver said, if red states can't protect voters from PayPal, extend it to any bank, whether they're online or not, they deserve to lose. He has a couple, of, he goes through quite a bit here of how ridiculous it is, but he says here, uh, this here. Uh, the time to stop this conspiracy against your rights is now, not later. He's making the point that if you don't, if you don't, if we don't shut this down now, this will be the norm everywhere yes. before you know it. Yes. PayPal may have been stopped because they reversed that policy as, oh, well, it was a typo. Don't even don't ignore this. Sure. But they're only sorry that they were found out, not sorry that they had the policy, right? Uh, PayPal may have been stopped, but it can try again any time. And they do. And they kicked us off. They kicked out so many other hundreds of other people on, probably thousands now, right? Uh, or other banks could steal their idea, essentially what they have been doing here the last few days. And fortunately, the fix, uh, and fortunately, the fix is easy. There are a whole raft of laws that any state can pass right now to protect their citizens from unjust monetary seizures or financial deplatforming. And he lists these as follows. One, decree that no person's account may be frozen or forcibly closed absence evidence of an actual crime. Yeah. Right. He talks about these reputational lists and shit like that. That's stuff that we are That's on. We on, can't yeah. get, you know, c- certain banks. We can't get certain uh, uh, type of financial services and all that kind of stuff. Right. Venmo we kicked off of. Uh, Zelle. All, like all these, uh, You know, all, all, the, all big the big ones. ones. Um, he says, also, you can ban any predefined fines in excess of some nominal amount, such as $40, suitable for covering things like overdraft fees. For any larger amount, a company must sue in court for damages. Yes. And third legally clarify and have state regulators issue guidance that reputational risk management uh, frameworks for financial institutions should, as a matter of policy, consider only the reputation for solvency. That's right. Not environmental, social, or political matters. Prohibit banks from collecting any liquidated damages for so-called reputational harm. Right. So there there you go. It's uh, things that can be done. But if these people like DeSantis and Kari Lake and, you know, Trump, whatever, if he's running his if they don't do shit about this. Yeah, it's I mean, going to get real bad. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's this is will be the new normal. There's no doubt. Yeah, and then there's lies, too, with this reputational risk list that, that we're on. Oh, well, we don't accept people talking about uh, race and extreme one way or the other. That's a lie. They all take BLM people and all these like radical pro-black groups and anti-white groups who are crapping on white people all the time. No, it's only the narrative that they don't like or whatever the mainstream says at the time is unacceptable. Yeah. Yep. Bunch of garbage. Yeah, that's right. All uh, right. By the way, Bill Hoover says their entire oppression narrative is based on that they were not allowed into some country clubs, which probably was never true. Exactly. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, you always see, you see that in movies. Like, no Jews and blacks uh, permit, <gasps> uh, allowed or whatever it is. And it's like, 
we'll destroy your seed for all eternity yeah, as revenge. Exactly. And I was like, whoa. Can't get in the country club. We're but just uh, a country. It's just a club that's ours. Relax, Start a bank. Man. Uh, Bill Hoover, I wonder if any actual murderers and rapists have been banned from social media. Or yeah, I don't, we've seen it over and over again. We're like pedophiles and all the, remember the, the, the gay group that was actually against like pedophiles and groomers got their PayPal account shut down, but yeah. the actual ones are proposed like proponents of pedophilia. They got to keep it. Also, yeah. Bill Hoover says the first Jewish member of Congress was in the 1850s. He helped start the Civil War and then flee to Europe once the fighting began. The oppression yeah. narrative is BS. Yeah. Well, of course it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dino Logovich, 1964, says, uh, can't we find the education system and government for making people so stupid and susceptible to misinformation? Could you turn it on its head, you mean? Uh, maybe, but they'll always say, oh, it's because they're not listening to this or whatever. Then you have to find how they're educated or where or something and then pin it on that. I get your point. Maybe you can flip it and do a, like a jiu-jitsu ju- move on there or something like that. But uh, I doubt it, to be honest. It's going to be like, we need to indoctrinate everyone according to this line, right? Ferocious, ferocious Chisha, Chihuahua says, cussing Lana is the best Lana. There you go. So you, <laughs> you got a request there? Damn it. Put in some more uh, <clears throat> slurs here. Okay. I try and keep it classy, but damn it, this world is, you know, beep, 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 beep. I know there's some kids that watch, but, you know. <laughs> I hope not. Archie said, I heard uh, two men. <laughs> they that, shouldn't be. Go to I, bed. I, I heard two men that know Ann Coulter say that she's a biatch. But she, she is kind to Milo. She's a 61 year old spinster that hates men. And a Casparian married baseball player, Christian Lopez. It can't last. <sighs> Yeah, do probably they have, not. Uh, uh, no kids, and a kiss. No, I don't either, think she. I heard something the, the other day. She didn't. She doesn't want kids. Good. Or something like that. Good. So, we know. don't want her to. And I, I should try and I should try and get Ann Coulter on though, because mm-hmm. I know some people around her that know her. So sure. Think yeah. she'd do it? We'll see. Uh, probably not. I, you never know. Right. You never know, right? You, you try with the Eva of Love Love Longring Brook. Um. All right. Shall we play? <laughs> Let's just play this. Check this out. Minnesota medical students. Oh, God, yeah. This is how they're being uh, inducted into the uh, cult. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. Our institution is located on Dakota land. Today, many indigenous (laughs) people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. Never enough. We commit to uprooting (laughs) the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. Why are you even a doctor? We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, oh and all God. forms of oppression. As all we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, <sighs> listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western <laughs> medicine. Oh my God. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and community with vaccines. Yep. We Killing vow people. to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. Oh my we God. promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. 
we commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will oh learn from the wow. scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. There you go. I, as soon as I saw this, I was All like, right. white people, you need to stay far away from these away. white coats. You know, <clears throat> they are not your friends. It's so funny, too, how they're like, oh, we're going to fight white supremacy. You wouldn't even know the parts of the body in anatomy, in surgical procedures, if, you're not, if it weren't for white men. Like the entire field. Why are you even a doctor? Even all the instruments, all the things that are invented around it. You know, granted, yeah, there's a bunch of bullshit in Western medicine, but there's a lot of good things, too. We can, like, help sew people back together. We know what, what the organs do. We've learned about supplements and vitamins and herbs. We've learned all those things, right? So why are they even a doctor? Because it was white men that helped put all that knowledge into your brain. Yeah, the guy they're reading is Robert Eng Englander or Englander. Uh, Associate Dean for Undergraduate Medical Education, Medical School, right? Uh, Yale School of Medicine, Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C., Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School, but like the, the, the top of the line kind of guys here, right? And uh, this is, this is you're, you're witnessing this in real time of like the establishment turning against Western civilization and white people. And, and then ironically at the same time where it's just like, Oh, we got to honor like indigenous healing and things like that. <laughs> you know that, like, as you said, there's plenty of problems with so-called Western medicine, right? We can talk about all the, the, the cancer industry, the big, big pharma, pharma, right? And But you know that they're still going to push all the stuff with like the COVID vaccine and all the mRNA stuff is going to be on the front lines and stuff while they're like know the things that actually would work and help you is those we no. have to dismantle and, no. and take down and eradicate. And right? this is, again, it's almost like Rockefeller in the early days, the war on naturopaths in America, right? Like literally killing naturopathic doctors to bring in this orthodox medicine, right? Um, it's happening again in a way because you have a lot of the, it's a lot of the naturopathic doctors, real doctors, but they use supplements and herbs and other things, right? A good, a good mix um, of ways to treat people. But now, because they're anti-vax, they're questioning the establishment, all these things, they're looking at naturopathic doctors like they're some kind of quacks, you know. Mm -hmm. And all the naturopathic doctors that I have encountered, especially where we are, are really on the level when it comes to, like, vaccines, what's happening, the Great Reset and all that. So I think we'll see more of a war against uh, that type of uh, medicine as well, just to bring in this. Because they want white, they want to trap white people in this kind of system, you know. Yeah. I remember, we've already seen this. Was it in Boston or something? Like... Uh, uh, a white white person who came into emergency care and it's like, oh, sorry, back of the line because yeah, you're white, yeah. so we have to treat all these black people before you. Yeah, yeah. they were uh, running, I think it was Boston, and I think about then you have the crazy kids general mutilation programs that are running out of some of these hospitals too at the same time, right? Uh, we, we're helping, you know, but uh, yeah, they're starting with uh, uh, what was the term again? Like, it was just healthcare equity, or I forget, there was an exact yeah, term yeah, was that they were equity. using. Yeah. Uh, and they're running test programs in certain hospitals right now, which basically means if you're, and this is bullshit too, right? But if you, oh no, you're the majority, you see, so you out you go. We got to take care of some uh, diversity here before we uh, deal with you. Uh, but, you know, speaking of which, here's more out of Minnesota of all places. I don't know who this is, but listen to what she's, she says. She's here. running for re-election in Minnesota's second congressional district, and then she kind of had a slip of the tongue, as they say, during her debate with this Republican guy. What's his name? Tyler Christner? Christner? Uh, yeah, Christner. something like that. Yep. Okay. And she said this. I
will never stop standing up for big pharma and standing against my constituents. Let's let's take that one more time. I will never stop standing up for big pharma and standing against my constituents. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, there you go. That's I it. will it's never it. stop yep. shilling for this uh, <laughs> these mass murderers. And then what was it again? It was like, wasn't there something? No, oh, it was a slip of the tongue, but she still admitted no, that no, this is she, what she no, wanted she's to back, say? No, she just basically, no, people, uh, Republicans were like, oh, she slipped up by saying her real true motive, right? She was surprised that she didn't hold back on it. No, she really meant that. She's a Democrat yeah. and she loves Big Pharma. Well, a Big Pharma now is the world of like Lupron and, you know, fentanyl. Yeah, and exactly. it's, it's You know what I mean? It's like that, that and, and the COVID vaccine and Trans- stuff. And that's, what, that's what that is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's t- complete and total global homo. That That's what it is. And the medical system is a an intricate part in that whole machine and that mechanism to break down, attack Western civilization and and to, uh, to take power away from white people. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, well, let's do the... Then you have the environmental uh, angle too, right? Here's... Uh, check this out. There's someone tweeting out in Sweden about this. For those of you who live in the Stockholm area in Sweden uh, and have climate anxiety, <laughs> you can be advised to God, contact Kali Andersson at the Climate Psychologists. I get anxiety very, just looking at her wise. picture. Oh, my go, God. You want to go ahead and talk? Oh. Do you want to talk about uh, how, how you feel about all the carbon <laughs> out there with this? Uh, this one? <laughs> She's got those that Portlandia bang cut. It's, you know, it's wherever they wherever they pop up. Oh it's like a gosh. they look the same. They and, sound the same. They smell the same. Yeah, and you know she's not having any kids for the environment. You know it, this lady. Well, hopefully uh, that is what's happening. <laughs> yes, you can you cl- look at this. ClimatePsychologists.se. Oh Just when you think they can't get any weaker, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> so you can go There's see. There's a new, new thing to go cry about. Frida Hylander. Kata is the one. Kata Nulian. And then Carly Anderson. Do you want to go see? Is it a cla- and of course, this is on tap. By the way, this is They're like actually tied to Fischerkings Kassan, which is the kind of the socialized insurance uh, racket you know, in Sweden. So it's on taxpayers' dime as well. Yeah. If you have anxiety because we're going to, you know, we're all going to die in three years or two or five or what is it, 12, 10, I guess. And it she's is now. like, Eight. well, are you doing your part? Are you recycling and eating bugs? Are you, are you eating Have you? Are you eating your bugs? Are you yet? not having children? Do your part, do your and part. then Don't the anxiety will go away. <laughs> you know it. We almost need someone to go and troll them and record them. We need someone in Sweden to go to one of these sessions. Yeah, yeah. that would be, that'd that'd be, be yeah, a lot of fun. Record. And just see what they say, mm-hmm. what yeah. kind of advice they give, because oh, I'm very curious at this okay, point. Sweet bros, you got your orders. I think okay. it would, yeah, I think go, it'd uh, be pure entertainment, honestly. Climate psychologists. Anyway, I guess that uh, leads us into the next topic here then, too. Do you want to set the stage for this one for yeah, us? Yeah, I saw this. There's these uh, little girls, basically, uh, who go and destroy a Van Gogh painting, a famous one, uh, because climate change. I could tell you, yeah, there it is. The 1888 painting is a sunflowers. This was in, in London. And look at these very ugly, annoying little girls, little brats that need to be sp- Spanked. Keep Should have mind. been spanked a long Keep time mind. ago. All of this is being done uh, to, to, to lower temperatures and save the climate, right? Security. Yeah, how about you tackle them down right now, man? Look at these little bitches, man. Yep. 
Look at that. And what are they doing? What are they doing in their They're hand? They're gluing their hands onto, I guess, the painting or the oh wall or something. They've done gosh. that a few times. Yep. Oh. Cuts off right there. Look at these yep. ugly little girls who know nothing. <clears throat> this is just a, a pure product of liberalism. And if there were some men in there, they should have just tackled these bitches down right away. How could they security. get that far without any? I mean, I, look, I know they can't have the museum. They don't person expect or whatever, that. But yeah. Right, I, so. I say capital punishment on this. N yeah. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, have you noticed it's never like modern art or anything like that? You know what I mean? Her they are the yeah, modern Yeah, exactly. Art. What about the, uh, the, mur the, what is it, the toilet or the piece of poop yeah. in the museum, right? That's like <clears throat> Throw fine art now. Throw some of that shit on like Rothko's painting. It yeah. would see a difference anyway. Exactly. I, I, this is also the proof that anything related to so-called climate activism is about the very intentional dismantling of Western civilization. That's, that's what it is. The whole thing. That's it's the whole like, thing of what it's oh, this, about. This old oil painting is the reason why our whole environment, our planet's going to die from these lovely old paintings. Yeah, it's yeah I know. It's very, insane. very frustrating. Yep, can't stand these. No, it's girls. it's man. It's if you when you start destroying like you know culture and you know things like this. Um, oh look at her! She's got pink hair and ugly, big punishment. ugly loops. Yep. And I mean, how and many of these like, have you seen? Now we've seen like about like ten over the last couple of years. Her right? dumb hair color and her dumb hair she's wearing, her dumb earrings and her ugly makeup, the whatever she's putting on the, the painting, all of that's done more to hurt the environment than this Van Gogh painting. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, of course, you have the uh, remember the people pouring out all the milk and stuff among time of shortages, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But all right. Anyway, did you have any there? Uh, let's see. Cut free zone. Oh, this is going back. If whites are so damn oppressive to small hats, then why in the Bleep, do they insist on moving into our countries? I'm so sick of this BS. Coming coming to get oppressed. Because they're not yeah, oppressed. No. They're getting shit. Uh, oh, yeah, this one, too. Let me, uh, let me go over here. Where are we? Uh, yeah, so basically, you know, we talk about food shortage and stuff. I just saw this quickly, but this is pretty, uh, pretty crazy stuff. American farmers are killing their own crops and selling cows because of extreme drought. And I've, yeah, I've argued that the, the strange... Uh, the strange weather patterns that we've seen is actually from uh, par partially like manipulated weather uh, or something like that. I can't prove that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past them, to be honest. The American Farm Bureau Federation conducted a survey among farmers after which it became known that almost three quarters of American farmers say this year's drought has damaged their crops, leading to significant losses in crops and income. This year's drought is taking more than a toll than last year. With thirty, with thirty-seven percent of farmers saying that they are plowing and destroying existing crops that won't mature due to dry conditions, according to the survey, this is a jump from twenty-four percent last year, according to the National Center for Environmental Information. July was the third hottest month on record. So here we go. Here's global warming, right? They can always do that spin. So as they do the shortages, as they do uh, <clears throat> weather manipulation. They can say, oh, well, it's global warming and we have to save everyone from it. Uh, here we go. We have to suck all the carbon out of the atmosphere. You think you think, you think plants are going to grow better without any carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? Yeah, it's going to go real well, right? <laughs> real re Down real well. All right. Anyway, quick mention on that right there. I wanted to mention this with the U.S. military as well because <clears throat> think about it. All These are the people, right, that's going to be like – we're going to defend the uh, the, the globalist uh, empire or whatever. <laughs> like it's the, still the U.S. military, right? Um, but n hardly anyone's showing up these days. Wonder, wonder why, right? Uh, U.S. Army falls 75% short of recruiting goals. 
I love this uh, headline. Despite offering free sex changes. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> what, what in the world are they not showing up for? Free sex change. I'm in. Let's go kill some people somewhere. Remember we played that clip of the woman who couldn't even hold up her uh, her uh, rifle? Her gun, yeah. Her and gun. then she accidentally yeah. fires it when she sets it down. Yeah. Yeah, was that what happened? She dropped it like, don't drop it, don't drop it. She dropped it. She dropped it. Um, yeah, dog, we ain't winning a war ever again. I'm not sure what's going on here, but apparently that's that's the uh, U.S. Army right there right now. <laughs> going to be uh, fighting Marussia. We're going fi- to fight the uh, Central Asian uh, Indian Chinese Army. That's what's going to happen here. Oh, man. Looking good, this folks. Is... I'm telling you, 75%. Where's the uh, there's the lower third right there? Yeah, U.S. military will reach just 75% of recruitment goal. Uh, I definitely wonder why. And here's another crazy woman, by the way. Um, that was defending and again coming down on this like I don't even know what wokeness means listen to this this is like a army chief of staff and I forget what the woman's position is here uh, talking about the army's readiness and modernization I guess that's what they mean by this offering like walk you know clicking around in red high heels and doing sex change uh, uh, mutilation surgery that's uh, that's the US Army right now and one more thing Haley I would emphasize is I think um more broadly in terms of you know soldiers coming from um marginalized communities oh, oh brother yeah she's the army secretary Shut that's up, her christine. position christine worm mouth or you know <laughs> demographics that are not widely represented in the army that's part of why we've got to emphasize positive command climates and inclusion you know we get criticized the most frankly, important thing. sometimes yep. for being woke i'm not people sure overseas. what woke means She's not, I'm sure not sure what, what, what you. It's you, worm, worm mouth. It's you. Being woke, I'm not sure what woke means. I think woke means a lot of different things to different people. Um, but really. first of all, I would say if if woke means you know we are not focused on war fighting, we are not focused on readiness. That doesn't reflect what I see at installations all around the country or overseas. They're ready when to I fight their own people visit. at this point. Yeah. But I think, you know, we do have a wide range of soldiers in our army, and we've got to make them all feel included. And <laughs> this that's is the most important our, thing. This is why women, women don't belong in these positions. Holy hell. I know. It's, it's just like, I just like <laughs> the, the, the object is to, like, to kill people and to defend them, not like to do gender surgeries no, and make them make feel the, well. Make all the soldiers and, you know. feel united. Well, obviously, diversity doesn't make them feel no. united. No. And they talk about readiness and it makes us stronger to be diverse. And all. Like you're literally seeing the di- live no, live doesn't. feed here of the disintegration of the U.S. Army and the military in, fr- in front of our eyes. You know what I mean? It's amazing. Um, it's simply amazing. And it, again, if they, look, they put these people in place, these puppets and these dumbass people. But behind the scenes, I'm I'm convinced that the the game plan is like the United States like, of America. <laughs> it's used up. We don't need it anymore. We used it for that momentarily that time to enforce all this global homo stuff on the yeah. World. Now they just wanted to be a toilet for everyone to come and shit in. Yeah, and want. and now you know as we said, now we're moving. Now we're we're doing Astana. Now we're doing you know capitals all over the world. We're doing the Belt and Road Initiative. There's no there's no. Uh, Unipolit, it's the World Economic Forum Agenda 2030, it's all these things, you know, sustainable development goals and all these cool hip fourth industrial revolution shit. We don't need America. That's done. We need that's over. And so they're putting people like this in place and and they're like, you know, mutilating the gender of the soldiers. <laughs> the thing we they're gonna cut be off their balls the and now. they're just not fighting as well. I just don't know what is going on. You well, know? We're working on an mRNA fix for that. We can we can artificially increase uh, aggression by this other medication here. 
Flying Detriment says, Happy Halloween. Thank you very much. Yes, Halloween it's, stream. It's coming com- up. It's coming up. Yeah, climate, that's, that's right. Climate Scientologist says, China Oh, in, refer- in Sorry, reference Go ahead. to those dumb girls ruining the Van Gogh painting there, says, Why not leave them glued to the wall as a permanent part of the exhibit? Exactly. Yeah, as, a, as like, an example to everyone else. Yeah, let them starve. Chain, chain them to the wall and starve them. Pour more glue than they can ever carry in there <laughs> on them and let them just like rot in there. And yep. then just, you this want to ruin the painting? Yep. Here. There you go. This is what happened. Look, I mean, the only thing that's going to stop this behavior is like severe punishment. Yeah. The threat of physical punishment is what, what's going to start changing people's Then we'll call attitudes. it art and everyone will come and stare at you. Yep. Uh, Bill Biz says, Hen- thank you. Henrik and Lana, congrats on 11th anniversary and great name for your daughter on the way thank, thank you, you very much appreciate that appreciate we're kind that. of you yeah there was yeah, we don't have to go through this now we know what's going on here but service members sound alarm against extremely woke military um military faces recruiting crisis uh, with army missing its 2022 goals while other branches brace for a rough 2023 so as to make it you made this point but again i want to reiterate that you make the country more diverse people have less in common they hate america it's all white supremacy they have nothing to fight for there's nothing to stand up for or to protect no one knows what's going on they're eroding our culture our heritage our history all of that shit. and you think people are going to go line up and die for absolutely nothing of of the skeleton that's left not even that is a, a a fake facade of like woke blm anti-white shit is left all right yep anyway let it fall yep I guess that uh, speaks to our next uh, point here. Yeah, too. this is crazy. So these Zoomer college girls, they're asked about how much money they need their boyfriend or future husband to make to be happy. And it just really puts into perspective of like total morons. They know nothing about the real world economics, but you know that these girls, they go and cry about racism and transphobia on their TikTok. But the more liberal we get, the more worse women get. And the more materialistic, by the way. Let's check this out. I should make per year. Um, depends where they live. I mean, if I'm, like, dating them, it'd be nice if they were at least making 100000 Um, A year? A month? I what? I have no clue. Is like this halfway in? No. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> we're at ASU, you know. No. So you're not going to find them here. But go back. Listen, <laughs> like, you, she didn't fully, know. Like, She's okay. guessing. Hang on, let me go she, back. It, either either her daddy is taking care of her so much. Obviously, these girls have never worked. Like, I worked when I was a teenager. I I liked working, right? I had, you have a part-time job as a kid, right? You're supposed to do those things. Teaches you about, like, work ethic, earning your own money. I think that's very important for teenagers, right? Clearly, these girls have never done that. I don't know where their fathers and mothers are teaching them this stuff, but <clears throat> like, know, they don't even know how much it costs out there in the real world. And no, no. this is not white privilege. This is just like liberal stupidity here. Well, well, this is a combination of, you know, sure, you have like shallow materialism and neoliberalism, but then at the same time at these schools, they get inducted into like the cultural Marxist cult and it's all like, oh, we need free health care and socialism is much better. And then it's like, oh, but I want a husband who makes, you know, $500,000 yeah. a they year. They want an Elon you know? <laughs> Musk, right? Exactly. Right, let's play the rest here. Like a million, two million? Okay, we're at ASU, you know, so you're not going to find him here, like fully like adult, like someone that you would consider wanting to be with the rest of your life. 300K, three figures, 300K. Okay. Three figures. Why is that? (laughs) Just because like. That's a stable income, I'd say. 100. Hey boys, I think think we got our uh, winner right there. Stable income. $100 a month. Three figures. Three figures. 99, I don't know. Just because, like, 
that's a stable income, I'd say. 100, like 500 grand? So this is at a university. They're asking these people. And look at 100, uh, State oh, University. 500, uh, like. 550,000? Uh, is that a lot? Wow. <laughs> no, that's, uh, 500 is like normal. Oh um, my On a good day, gosh. yeah. I mean, it depends. Okay. Uh, How do you not know a this? A lot were expensive. Yeah. Mills. Millions. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't really care. I think, I mean, I like when guys like pay for dates and stuff. So if a guy made 30K a year, is that something you're okay with? Yeah, the, I think that would be great. Like your husband. She doesn't but, even know in the real world no, what that is. But but equality, am I right? Oh my right? It's, gosh. It should, we should, you know, female empowerment, probably. I, I doubt, but I, white. I doubt anyone is opposing that. Feminist, and then, you know, it's white privilege talk, racism, transphobia, and they don't even know how much rent is these days or what food costs or like... Are they just ordering Ubers on credit Uber cards and then Uber like I, I I don't know like yep. who's paying their bills here like how could know. you be this retarded? It's amazing how it's it's the the trad girls that know more of this stuff. It's the trad girls who are the ones who are least materialistic, right? They want to get married. They want to like make it work for their family and their kids to like just sustain themselves. These girls, eh, I want mills, mills right? I deserve. I can do my shit. activism on uh, on a TikTok on evil white people or whatever. Yep, it's like uh, <clears throat> Dunning Kruger, but just for women. Oh shit, <laughs> husband. Yeah, I think I would be fine. If it was my husband, I'd be in love with him, so yeah. I wouldn't really say I would have a price on that. I mean, as long as they treat me respectfully. Minimum six figures, no matter what the situation is. Right. We have so, an expensive lifestyle. Yeah. No, so I mean, I totally understand. We've got to get good skincare routine, you know, the whole whole nine yards. 100,000. 120K. 80K and like maybe like 120? Okay. Yeah, I would say like... <laughs> the, way, the way that they're saying it is... <laughs> They have no, oh, they have no idea to uh, eighty is one hundred twenty enough uh, a month eighty like, a year fifty uh, is that can I can we get am I we're negotiating now are we doing this now and are it's we, like okay, I can what, do it now what are you going what are you going to give I notice there's all these like <laughs> feminist women that just think they're just the hottest stuff and it's like Tommy what Kruger. what are you For giving women. what are you contributing yes. 150 over 100k once you get to a certain age like i don't know i'm also kind of like a gold digger so no um i'm planning on just she, she should ask are you a liberal right after that yeah exactly planning on just like supporting myself yeah <laughs> i'm planning on just like supporting myself um there we go. with my income so i don't really plan on being supported by the person that i'm dating what is the lowest you would go kids. so um five hundred thousand. I could have a like a, a nice like subtle life with like a two hundred thousand a year. Subtle, <laughs> a God. subtle Shit. life. What's the lowest though that you would go for? Um, I don't think money is stopping. Uh, maybe like a. Uh, it has to be. You just I said know, one or two mil. Not. Would you be down for eighty? Yeah, eighty, sixty. That'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. I hope the rest of that video. I don't know who, who did it, but oh it was going around on Twitter. Gosh. Zoomer college girls don't ask how much. The future is looking bright, ladies and gentlemen. I really, I, you know, I had some ideas on some videos. Maybe about, this COVID like, vaccine yeah. is. I'm, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe Bora should get that <laughs> award after all. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yep. <sighs>
All right. Cuckfree Zone said, what makes a woman think she deserves all that money if she wasn't with the man when he was uh, struggling? They just want to yeah. hang out at the finish line and collect prizes. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. The strongest couples are the ones that have struggled together and made it through and made their money together. Yeah. Right? What yes. Was that, what was the Harry, Harry Potter's guy name who died... Uh, Robbie uh, yeah, Coltrane? Yeah, oh, Coltrane. That's right. I want to show that real quick, but uh, go, go ahead if you have any other uh, comments on this video. <laughs> let, let me see. Cut for this is one thing that makes dating so hard today. Women's expectations are preposterous. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. What, are they, the shit, what are they worth? Because you know? even, even like the hottest ones, like looks can get really old when they're just shallow like money grubbers and don't contribute anything like it's gonna get old real fast Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna resent that person (laughs) oh man you know it's like it's just short-term thinking just just more money and i you know but i i deserve all these it's just steeped the whole culture of this now from Everybody gets an award for t- participating now, and everyone is beautiful and wonderful and a superstar. And you know, like, no, that's not the reality. Like, you need to work harder, you need to improve yourself. But it's like, again, the very people that are undermining our civilization is doing that by propagandizing our populations, our kids, by thinking that they're, they're, they're the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you get out of them, the real world, you're like, no, <laughs> it's like the, it's just going to collapse on you because that's not how it works out there. Cuck Frizzone said, what Lana's just said, 100%. Amen. Thank yep. you. And pro Bruh. tip. You're not going to find your future wife at a university, <laughs> okay? Yep, or no, if she has no. a degree, no, you're yep. not going to find her there. Nope. Yep. Gosh. So anyway, so, you know, recruitment, like no one's showing up. It's the old tranny thing. They're turning on against white people. And then you have this in the mix. It's like, woo, all right, hold on tight. But anyway, so this guy uh, died, uh, by the way. This is the, uh, on our path here towards uh, the other segment here in our uh, in our show today. Uh, follow my train of thought here. Harry Potter, um, J.K. Rowling, you know, transphobe. We all need to be supportive. That's the, the train of thought here. So Robbie Coltrane, Hagrid actor in Harry Potter franchise, dies at 72. That was today. And the uh, the uh, trannies and the uh, LGBTQ squad was out on Twitter following that. I will not be sad over Robbie Coltrane's passing. He was a transphobe and defended J.K. Rowling. Coulter lived a peaceful life 71 years, then he died a year after coming out as a transphobe, and I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> yes, his transphobia really killed him. Oh, my gosh. Baphomet showed all up these and bi- murdered him. They're just, all they think about is myself, like, all the time. Hagrid was a transphobe, and the world is a better place with him dead. Here's some more. <laughs> Coltrane was a big old transphobe, so just stop putting his face all over my feed. All right, so when you commit suicide from uh, cutting your dick off, then we'll uh, celebrate that and just say that uh, you deserved it, huh? We're going to have Frank Castle says he was a transphobe, but you can Google it. Um, I won't be mourning Robbie Coltrane. He's lost my respect when he defended a rather gobby transphobe. Anyway, it goes on. You can read the rest of yourself. It just n- didn't stop when it comes to the trans. He's a transphobe, right? Fuck it. Another dead famous transphobe. Don't give a fuck about how much a fictional movie character meant to you when the actual person supported and buddied up with transphobes as well as modern fascists. People don't like you. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, that support. It's not phobia. It's not some irrational fear. People just find you fucking annoying. 
Coltrane was exposed as a transphobe. Sigh. Anyway, it just it just kept going, right? Uh, and that where uh, did you have the story of the other guy? The, the, yeah, Draco. Remember that? the blonde yeah. guy? Do you have I, that, I have that, that in tweet there. in there. I think isn't it right in there? Yeah, oh, right is there. Oh, the donkey madness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, remember cool, Draco, cool, yeah. the evil blonde character in uh, Harry Potter, and then oh, the is, you know yeah. Jewish Harry Potter's like the good guy. Yes. He always annoyed me though, but Draco. Right, yeah. <laughs> the bad character. The right. Anyway, villain. He's right? also another transphobe. <laughs> Good. So, uh, and someone says, "I always knew Draco was the real hero of the story." <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. There, there you go. Um, and I mean, J.K. Rowling certainly she she deserves this. I mean, she the the shit that she, she's getting. Yeah, she's I a mean, lunatic, anti-white maniac. Remember, she, she went is. after you at some point. Yeah, yeah. Some exactly. tweets or something. I forget. We should of, that, that book that. that mentioned me or whatever. She, she, <laughs> she actually, I don't know if she read that book or read about it or something. She was like, oh, my God. White supremacy. So ha-ha to her, you know yeah. what I mean? But, but the point is, it's like, they're like having this meltdown around this because she's like, people are dying that, did, that don't like to have like trans part of the, it's the whole turf thing, right? And And, and there's like a slightly more sensible like a gay faction they don't want to have the trannies included and now they're infighting <laughs> it's like, yeah there's gays oh, well. <laughs> that don't don't buy all this transgender crap they <clears throat> they believe yep. it's just like same sex attracted people and they don't like all this non-binary talk and they don't support all the big pharma drugs to transition and stuff so yeah. there's a lot more of those groups now so they've been fighting yeah 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 um yeah, take that one. The, the top one is good there. Yeah, Texas nurse was, uh, Lycan Warrior says, Texas nurse was fired for refusing to participate in bias training that all white people are unconsciously racist. Yes, of course. Laura Morgan was fired for refusing to participate, and she was grounded in the idea, yeah, that all white people, yeah, well, good for you, lady, and you should sue them back. Yeah. By the way, sue exactly. them. Yep. Climate Scientologist says, didn't really care until I found out he was a transphobe. Now it feels as if we've all lost a brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> Shit, man. Fuck. <laughs> You're saying all that time I could have like, had a had a transphobe bro? It's yeah. funny then. Bruh. All the, like, the other good characters in Harry Potter are all like super hardcore liberal and annoying. I know. Shit. <laughs> all right so never gets old uh, it works it always works. i missed a flying dutchman um, one sorry do, a okay, while go, back go ahead, when we were talking ahead. about the army sure. says uh, yeah. ua army 2022 equals roman legion 422 i gotta follow that one a little better but okay yeah Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> i thought you guys would get that one i was like i gotta look that one up <laughs> was that further down where was that US yeah. army 20, roman legion 420 is that the one let, let me just confirm because is that the one no that was the no, I'm thinking of a completely different thing. I'm thinking of like the Ninth Roman Legion. What was the 422 Legion? Oh, S- I don't know, boy. Sasanian War. Is that the is that the one or no? 422. I got to look that up. Okay, thank you, Flying Dutch. I, I always like a little breadcrumb like that, though, and then you can go read about some good history. Mm. Anyway, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so uh, Portance over on Odyssey as well says... Uh, uh, white nationalists believe that the interests of white people are best served outside the system. When, uh, why then do some people see the rejection of white people are a bad thing? Wait a minute. What, what, let me read that again. White nationalists believe that the interests of white people are best served outside of the system. Not always. Not everyone. I, Not I, always. I'd say, to be Not honest. Not in every some, case. Some either. people think they can, they can change or we have to fight for it and stuff. But I, I get your point. M- many do, I think. Yeah. Why then do some people see the rejection of white people are a bad thing? It, the, the point of that 
is to get the white people that don't understand that the system is turned against them to, to comprehend them to that the system is turning against you. That we live in an anti-white make, system. To make you become pro-white and, and realize that you have to take your own uh, stand. So it's not about that it's like, oh, we, you know, I mean, I get it. It's like, oh, it's an accelerationist point of view, I guess you could say in one way that like, oh, the, the, the worse it gets for us, the better because we don't want any part of this uh, at all either. But, you know, it's it's not that black and white always and in some cases of course we have to try ideally we'd, we'd all take our countries back we'll take our institutions back and we we take care of business and fix this and right? there are also but, we still live in the system there's some services that we do need yeah there's some things in the system that we still have to be a part of <laughs> so we don't want it to be like well it, you know I, I get your i get your take but but it's the same thing there like um we obviously don't have a, a parallel banking system. We don't have a parallel uh, medical system. It's coming and every time these ideas are, every time these stories are exposed, right? We're yeah. one step closer to these, having to create these parallel systems. Yeah, and the, and the point of being uh, pissed off about it is to help to wake people up and, and to get most people to realize that they're, we're in a bad fucking spot and we got to start taking our own side. We got to start organizing like every other group. It's very it's very simple when you come down to it. You can, you can look at other groups, what they do and how they do, and us just picking up a few of those pointers and starting to move in that direction would be a fantastic start. Always take your own people's side, always support your own people, start organizing, do your own groups, do your own, uh, you know, associations, your own unions, or, you know, all those kinds of things. Like, do, and just relentlessly just push your own interest and that of our group, you know what I mean? And that would take us a long, uh, long way, I think, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see here. I think I'm caught up there. What else did we have here? We had, oh, so, so basically... This is kind of interesting. This now we get into the the crazy stuff here about the uh, uh, you know the the cutting off of the genitals of of kids, right? Because that was that segment here, right? Um, holy crap! Passage of Proposition Three. This is basically a it was hidden in an abortion amendment. You could say it's the Democrats, of course, doing this. They're claiming that it's a constitutional right to uh, let minor boys be castrated, essentially, and to for minor girls to be sterilized without their parents' consent, right? Um, the Federalists had the story. Michigan is hi- Go away. hiding a children's constitutional right to genital amputation in its abortion <laughs> amendment. How can Prop- anyone support <laughs> this? I just cannot they're fathom. They're saving lives. Look, come on. They're saving lives. That army secretary bitch we just saw. I mean, she probably loves this kind of stuff. I don't really you know? know what they mean with wokeness, right? <laughs> I don't know. What, what are they? What are they? What in the world are Cutting they talking about? Cutting little boys' about? balls off, Okay. When they, they talk about how the military is, what in the world are they talking about? When like our own generals and like uh, M- M- Millie is sitting up there talking about how he likes to read uh, and learn about white rage and read like uh, Robin D'Angelo's books and Ibram X. Kendi and stuff. Yeah, well, what in the world could that even mean? What is the, what even is that? Yeah, now they're talking about just permanently sterilizing these little kids who don't know anything about who they are yet. Yes. It's amazing. And then what about all the ramifications of that, the hormonal ramifications? Mm, you can just yeah, taking out your ovaries or chopping off your balls like it's just all interchangeable, right? Lie, steal, cheat, maim, subverse, uh, propagandize for as long as you can just to inflict as much damage as possible. Yeah, I the, think the, that's the, the, the goal. The closer here. they get to the goal. They don't, they don't care anymore. They don't care about 
obviously not about honor or morals or reputation or lying versus not lying any of that doesn't and it's part of the anymore. you know depopulation agenda in the west because it's the yeah. west that's getting hit with this the hardest right they're not oh. exporting these ideas out to like africa we're giving africans free sex changes well and look at the spin here too because who is it that's fighting back primarily against this we'll get to that in a moment look there is a there's a positive trend of so-called anti-wokeness uh, popping up and it's getting harder when there's outrageous things that happen. They get, I mean, a lot of these people, they get like flooded with like, you know, with negative, you know, comments least. and shit like that. It, it, exactly. I mean, it's the least we can do, but at least that's happening. It's getting harder, right? Which is which is good, which means there is momentum behind this movement of ultimate, ultimately pushing back the anti-white agenda and stuff like that. And all these things are connected. I mean, even if it's just about, you know, the, the crazy trans stuff that's out of control, it all leads to the same point at the end. It's about the destruction of, of, of us and, and the West, you know. Right. Uh, Prop 3 isn't about codifying Roe versus Wade. It's about sacrificing the children of Michigan, both born and unborn. In less than a month, if Proposal 3 passes, children will have a right under the Michigan Constitution to walk into one of Planned Parenthood's 12 so-called gender-affirming facilities in the state and without parental knowledge or consent obtain puberty blockers and with Planned Parenthood of Michigan promising gender affirming care via uh, telehealth in the coming months telehealth. Michiganders kids won't even need to leave their house to obtain obtain these sterilizing drugs because we know that puberty blockers will sterilize them yes it will and so what happened here and this is you know again it's positive news but it was primarily before we get to the Stanford one there too I want to play that because that's crazy but it was there's pushback now from Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan, <clears throat> and it looks like there's some white people, maybe some Christians in the bunch as well. But let's be honest, if you look at the footage, it looks like it's primarily Muslims uh, who, of course, totally understandably, reasonably and good for them, pushing back against this shit. So look at this here. We still vote left, though. I think this might be what changes it. <clears throat> but hey, the Republicans are coming uh, with close uh, close after them though. Yeah, so De people in Dearborn was outra outraged about this fact that they're trying to hide all this shit from the uh, from the parents, right? Push drag queens on the kids, they're sexualizing the kids, they're pushing hormone blockers or or uh, or these other sterilizing meds essentially. Here's another guy that came up to the mic talking a uh, white guy about this here. As a school board, you allowed someone to stand here for three minutes and disparage the Muslim faith. You did not stop oh, it. Uh, it's okay, but like, is that really what you have yeah. to defend right there? But anyway, so, you know, this is positive, and I'm you glad to another. Sorry, this is positive, and I'm glad to see them, you know, join up or whatever and push back against us. But again, of course. Again, it's because the, the most strong activism is within communities that are tight-knit and they're ethnically bound. And mm -hmm. In this case, it's a religion, but let's face it, everyone in that room is an Arab, essentially, <laughs> beyond the white people that are there, Middle Eastern in some way. ...person to come here in front of the media for three minutes and incite the crowd. President McDonald, you did nothing to stop it. <laughs> On Monday, you shut down this audience and these parents from speaking. And some people have talked about it, and I will remind you, MCL 380.10 states, it is the natural fundamental right of parents and legal guardians to determine 
and direct the care, teaching, and education of their children. Fundamental right of the parent to direct the teaching of their children. The statute then says the public schools of this state serve the needs of the pupils by cooperating with the pupils' parents and legal guardians to develop the pupils' intellectual capabilities and vocational skills. And you failed every parent in the way you violated their fundamental rights on Monday to speak and the way you've treated this issue. The fundamental rights of the parents is a huge issue right now in this country and across this state. The ability of the parents to direct to you what they want taught in these schools. And some people stand up here and say, we shouldn't ban these books because no one has ever checked them out. That doesn't mean people haven't read them or students haven't read them in school. What you're doing right now in this state, in this board, is over-sexualizing children and you're doing it for political reasons. And you have an attorney general right now in this state, Dana Nessel, who says she wants to put a drag queen in every school. And you're allowing it to happen. I say to you, it's time to stop with the political nonsense. Thank you. Well, it's not going to stop. <clears throat> Bismillah. It's not going to stop. you gotta, <clears throat> you got to push back hard against this. Harder. Stuff. Much uh, harder. Much harder. I mean, again, good for them. They're beginning to organize or whatever. But again, it's kind of like... Now we need uh, – look, there has been some of this too of just like very wide areas and stuff and, you know, but uh, kind of speaking to the next point by Archie there too who says over on Entropy Stream, uh, did the FBI show up at the Dearborn protest for Muslims or for Muslims? Uh, probably not, right, in that case? That's yeah. that's the difference sometimes here too that all those other – like with an ethnic community they or it's like an it. LGBT stuff, they can be outraged of whatever the hell it is. But white people begin to organize, then it's like feds are showing up and it's like, oh, my God, we got to – can we you know pitch the Department of Justice on these violent parents and stuff? You know, That'd but, be funny if one Muslim came up and is like, in my country, we just throw them off the building. Well, we, have, <laughs> we have tall building right here in Dearborn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd be funny. Problem solved. Problem solved. She. <laughs> All right. So the next one here uh, I want to talk about is the Stanford Children's Doctor who did a TED Talk. Uh, I guess it's at, it's at University of Nevada uh, saying that demand. I wonder what in the world could this be for, right? Demand for transgender surgery has increased by fivefold. No, Listen it's just because uh, they're pushing it. That's why. Listen to this here. As transgender people are more openly being able to seek therapy, Got the demand for transgender right surgery has increased by fivefold over the past five years. And Brought to you by one Pfizer. may think that the preservation of surgery is a valid one, but in reality, it's not very relevant or valid. 18 is the age in which minors are protected from making permanent decisions about their reproductive health because the thought is then at 18 they can decide what they would like to do. However, if as soon as pubertal blockers were added and then estrogen was added to her therapy, Avery's testes never developed. In fact, she does not make any sperm. And her reproductive capability to be a biological parent has been eliminated. Her testes are non-functional. And in medicine, don't we often recommend 
the removal of non-functional organs like an appendix? So therefore, does it make sense for Avery to wait until she's 18, or should older adolescents be allowed to have surgery before the age of 18? 18 is also the age of consent. Doctors usually allow those who are 18 to make decisions about their procedures and consent so that you can weigh the risks and benefits. Well, well benefits. Then, the transgender patient your may be off. one of the most well-informed patients. Who else has had years of psychological evaluation, months of medical therapy, and has thought of this you know, one sometimes procedure. Sometimes they just see for like for two so minutes and they're like, okay, here's a puberty blockers. We've seen, we've seen they just have to show up one time. This yeah. has been coming out constantly. Or a kid's like, oh, I kind of am questioning. And then they're like, here's a script for puberty blockers. They can't wait to write those. Yeah. Long. So rather than to use strict age limits for eligibility, why not use the number of years in which one has lived in their affirmed gender right now and insurances and laws? So basically, so if we started that process when, when they're three years old, then reasonably by the time they're 11, we, are, we should be legally allowed to cut off their genitals yeah, and mutilate them. Yeah, because if we gave them all these puberty <clears throat> blockers, then their testicles aren't going to work anyway, so it's not really a big deal when we cut them off. We're just affirming your gender, okay? That's what we're doing. What? Stop. I'm, I'm going to affirm your gender should consider older adolescents in getting gender affirmation surgery. Now, these surgeries are not simple surgeries. <laughs> these are common as oh, transgender oh, people. Yeah, they actually, they are. There's like very little apparently like uh, like canon, I guess, for lack of a better term in this. No one, there's different doctors. They do different things. They don't even know what they're doing. They're grafting things <sighs> from different parts of the body. and Leaving like, gaping open wounds. Yeah, I got to dilate, you know, once a day and stuff. Like, <sighs> keep it open. God. open. Oh, my God. This is just madness. Yes, it is. It is beyond anything, really. Uh, all right. Um, we do a couple more here. I guess. Yeah, so there's some, you know, some pushback, and that's, you know, certainly good. Let me show this one here about the Arts Council. Uh, let me see, where is it? Yeah, this one, abolish the Arts Council. Um, again, it's a small it's a small thing, but it's, it's still positive to see some of these things. Uh, abolish Arts Council and its left-wing Vogue agenda, say critics. Leading art commentary, uh, commentators argue funding bodies' priorities are political, not artistic, and hostile to major tastes and values. So again, it's very, it, this is so meekish, right, in, com in consideration to what we're standing up against and what it, how, how far that they've pushed our culture and everything that, that, that they've been doing. But it's still good over the fact that there's people now that are like, they're getting the terminology. Oh, this! I don't care what they call it. Call it woke or whatever. It's like, okay, yes, fine. Let's get it out there. It's left. The Everyone the knows better. what it is. It's the anti-white left-wing commie gobbledygook. You have to trend bullshit. this. Get some momentum. <clears throat> right? Two leading arts commentators are calling for the Arts Council of England, ACE, to be abolished, arguing that it's uh, taken over by highly politicized staff whose left-wing woke agenda is generally fa uh, failing to support art of real consequence. See, that's the thing, right? <laughs> Alexander Adams, artisan, historian, and David Lee, editor of the Jack Daw magazine, says that the funding body's priorities are now political, not artistic. Yeah, that's been like, where have you been, buddy? It's been happening for like, <laughs> they took over modern art. You know, again, there's so much more you could say here. But the point is that, uh, I'm not going to say it every step of the way, 
they're, they're still pulling a lot of this off. Uh, they're still causing a lot of damage, but there is at least like a vocal pushback. And in some cases, you do see parents organizing. You see people in the community organizing. They get tired of it. They want they don't want nothing to do with it. They're saying, like, we're done with this shit. Uh, at, the, at best, they, they get these people out of there and they get these ideologies and this this anti-white, anti-Western stuff out of there. Or, you know, we have to set up our own. I'm not sure what, what the solution is yet, but uh, that's something I think is going to come eventually in the wake of this. The people are going to be so sick and fed up with this that they're just like, all right, fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't want any of this. Yeah, stuff, and these you know? arts councils are tied to government and they get all kinds of funding and everything too. Yes. So they need to be ousted. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, th- 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 that's the thing. I mean, you have to, you can't just give up and just like, all right, it's lost. No, you it's have over, to fight you know, everywhere you can. If every person did that in whatever little, you know. Field or niche they're into. that they're yeah. in or yeah, uh, every little uh, niche that they have, whatever area. Just make these people feel uncomfortable. Make yeah. them know that there's opposition out there. It's, it's a, white people, you know, in particular, have been so tolerant and nice and sitting back. And we, what, what do you think they're driving these narratives? They're like, sit down and shut up. And no one wants to hear a white person anymore. Yeah, again, it's just to inflict as much damage in a short time as possible, so they can get away with ruining as much as they can before it's like game over, right? Anyway, so they, it's just a small story, but it, I see more and more of these kinds of things now. There are people like, Poking let's more cancel more the shit, holes let's take in it that off. weak yeah. fortress of theirs, right? Yeah. And then, of course, in some cases, you, you, we're gifted with like them pushing us away, which is like, <clears throat> Lizzo on her crossover success. I am not making music for <laughs> white people. Okay, well, well, we could have told you good. that. But good for your white audience to hear that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> As she's playing the, the, the crystal flute, right? Owned yeah. by a white man. The thing is, when a black artist reaches a certain level of popularity, it's going to be predominantly a white crowd, the 34-year-old star said. Yeah, they're making you rich, and you're still shitting on them because you're that dumb. I am not making music for white people. I'm a black woman. I'm making music for my black, (laughs) from my black experiences, for me to heal myself from the experience that we call life. She she heals it by just being... You know, she's just eating all the time. So this is what yeah, you can just wish that then white people are like, okay, well, what the fuck? I didn't do anything. Like, I'm out then. You know yeah, but I mean? healing from what? Well, you she's know. living large. Very large. Yeah. So whatever. The friendly man's toll says, look, we sold your kid drugs that made their genitals superfluous. Now pay us to cut those genitals off. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. She- all right. <clears throat> God. Let's uh, let's end with uh, with <clears throat> I think anyway two positive things here. Uh, <clears throat> we had a 94 uh, year old. Um, nice. I guess granny. she's an official member of the Nordic Resistance Movement in Sweden. It's gonna be me one day, huh? She's <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she kind of to, I guess together with people like Ursula Haverbeck and uh, uh, what what are some of the other names? Remind me help. Remind me now where some of the other names are on. Ah, uh, yeah, a couple women other specifically. women. We had I'm Sylvia Stoltz. We yeah. had, of course. Um, There's several. I can't uh, think of right now. Um, the singer lady. Yeah, the violinist. How could, what am I forgetting this yeah. for? What was, the, what was their last name again? Anyway, I'll get to me. There's a couple of people like that. Point is, they've been like in prison. They're hunted by their governments, whether they're in Canada or Germany or Sweden and stuff like that. <clears throat> and she... Um, yeah, she's an honorary uh, member of the Nordic Resistance Movement, Vera Uretson. <clears throat> she has been acquitted on both counts of incitement to racial hatred for comments that she wrote on the we- on their website back in 2018. 
I think she did a forbidden uh, arm gesture as well, by the way, this old lady, at some point. That's it was funny. like a, a photograph funny. of that. It was like, oh, everyone's like freaking <laughs> out. It's funny. <clears throat> so anyway, so she was acquitted from that. So that's good. And all, can you imagine putting, and that's, I mean, that's they happens do. in Germany. They put right? these, yep. They put these 94-year-olds in prison. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely crazy, you know. Anyway, danger so, to society. That was just from yesterday here. So good for her. At the end of September, Vera Uritson stood trial for two counts uh, of the thought crime of inciting racial hatred. The verdict came on Monday. I think she just basically said uh, something like disparaging about like uh, immigrant populations in Sweden. I forget the exact details. Uh, the verdict came on, but, but regardless, it's like it's a opinion on a website. Like, really? Uh, the verdict came on Monday, the 14th of October. Vera was acquitted on both counts with the Swedish state having to cover the legal costs. Good. Vera was on trial for two comments that she wrote on the nordfront.se website in 2018, including a comment condemning parents who take their children to so-called pride parades. See, it's adjacent to all the stuff we're talking about here, right? To celebrate the good news, we have con conducted a short interview with Vera. Anyway, check, go over there, uh, check her out. Uh, so, Henrik, right what's Sweden going to be like when we're her age? I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be uh, <clears throat> victorious, much better. We're going to have a much uh, we're going to have an Anschluss with uh, with Norway and uh, Denmark and Finland, <clears throat> and it's going to be one of the most uh, powerful uh, countries in Europe. Uh, it's going to be nice and clean and orderly. I like it. And people are going <clears> to <throat> look out for their nation and their people, and they're going to stand up for themselves. And they're going to have we're going to be in much better position. And the next thing that we'll do is we'll uh, start uh, a, tr a true space exploration program. Or some shit I like, like it. I like <laughs> it. I don't really care about that shit. I'm just, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Something that really matters. You know what I mean? So like actually, actually doing doing stuff that like the uh, Indo European, the Indo Aryan was uh, was meant Pulling to do. Pulling all the resources into <clears throat> actual Break, true progress. Breaking new ground. Yeah. Uh, further discovery. Going uh, going to places where none has been before. Right. That's right. All right. Anyway, and I want to play this one last thing here too. I saw this was a good good reminder of what what we can have yet again. This is actually from Lyon, uh, France, back from 1896. A little uh, casual, friendly snowball fight. Check this out. <laughs> Snowy again before you know it. <clears throat> I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, see, <laughs> see how we see how we used to be in France. Like you show footage now in France, and you're just like, what in the world? Now they're throwing bombs. Ah, <sighs> exactly. Right. We can we we can have Look, that this again. Guy riding his bike. I know that's again. great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the violence here. Look, colonialist, <laughs> racist bigots throwing their snowballs. White supremacists. Oh man. All right. Anyway, guys, if you wanna if, 
If you want to uh, join us for a membership, uh, go ahead and do so. You uh, can actually do that in a number of ways. RedEyesMembers.com, that's really the uh, quickest and easiest way. Uh, we have some uh, good options for you guys over there right now, but we also uh, can take subs on Subscribestar. And as I said in the beginning of the show, in case you missed that, let me remind you guys again. Odyssey actually have a kind of a membership feature right now, so we're going to start uploading members' content to Odyssey as well. So you can subscribe over there. They, of course, have their you know credit card payment system in place and all that stuff, so we can uh, you know benefit from that too. So that's a great option for us. We're going to try to backtrack in the archive. I'm not sure how far back I will come and how quickly that will go, but I'm going to do my best and try. And and whenever there's a moment over to upload like older shows and stuff like that. Uh, if you do sign up over there and like really want to have access to older prior shows, write to us. You know, if you sign up over there, send us an email and let us know you're a member, and we can activate. You know, we can do it in you know segment as long as you're subscribed over there. You can get access to the member side as well, uh, so that's not a problem. But again, check that out. It's a, it's a good option. And we have some uh, shows from the members uh, site up there already. Uh, anyway, you can also sign up over at Entropy Stream. That's a good option, guys. Um, you can pay for a one, you know, we have one-time payments from three months up to two years, uh, or you can do a recurring one month to month, 10 bucks a month, and it gets cheaper if you do a longer subscription as well. We have a cash app for now. Uh, take advantage of that if you want to. We have an e-check option for those in the US. It's like uh, kind of bank to bank. It's like paying utility bill, nice and easy. Crypto, of course, uh, as always, and we have a mailing address for you guys uh, right there. So that's good stuff. So check that out if you're so inclined. And uh, did you have a couple more? Lana? One more Beetlejuice. Yes. Congratulations on the baby girl. Thank you. Thank you. Very, uh, very, very nice of you. Appreciate that. Uh, and yes, so we're going to let me do this as well. Uh, let me say a give a shout out here to our executive producers today. As always, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Kvetch Me If You Can, and latest edition for the executive producers, Mongoose. Thank you guys. And also thanks to our producers, Mr. Walker 696 and Ju Hanson. Um, or is it uh, jo Johnson? Or what would it be in uh, American? You want son, right? That's how you say it. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. We appreciate that. And if you want to uh, get to that, you can again, you can actually do that over on uh, Odyssey if you feel so inclined. We're looking at getting 20 executive producers. We can hire a full-time editor. We need more help. We're uh, overworked and uh, undermanned, so help us reach the next phase so we can produce some more good content for you guys, make more clips from shows and stuff like that, make shorter segments, all that good stuff. Uh, producer or executive producer tier at subscribeshow.com slash red ice. Again, you can also then now do that at odyssey.com forward slash at red ice and sign up for one of those tiers. As always, uh, send us an email, redice.protomed.com. Let us know that you've signed up. If you're doing a subscribe star, you can send a DM, a direct message over there. Uh, but if you do it on Odyssey, uh, let us know and we get you guys uh, hooked up. Thank you. We appreciate you. Is that? I think that's, uh, think that's, that's that. Let me check uh, that we're caught up here. I want to make sure we don't miss anything. So, yeah, we do have Weekend Warrior coming up next, guys. Uh, let me see here. Uh, what do we have? Lord Aragon says, uh, hey, you guys, get my membership renewal card. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe it's on the way. Sometimes it's very slow. We'll we'll keep an eye out for it. For it, uh, Lord Aragon, uh, write to us again and remind us in case it doesn't come. We'll try to sort that out. Thank you, man. Siofree says uh, this is insanity. General mutilation, depopulation makes money. Destroy the goyim, Ishmael. There you go. Depopulation, scientific destruction of goyim. Uh, don't worry, world will be run from Jerusalem. Yeah, if they get their way. But uh, we got to we got to stop there. That's a racist scene. No black people. Thank you, as I free. Appreciate that. All right, I think we're uh, I think we're done. We'll be back with more soon, guys. Take care, and we'll see you guys a little bit. Where are we? That's Later. Right. Then.
Take care. See ya. See ya. watching go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content don't miss our latest shows interviews and other videos only for subscribers you can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash red ice get full access and help support our work see you on the other side